Welcome to the Go Forth and Amplify podcast from DeskWatchUK.com. We are in no way affiliated to Brian Redband's original setup, but he inspired us to do this podcast. This week, me, Ben Burrows, at BritPodcaster on Twitter, and Declan Whiteside, at TheAnarchistUndead on Twitter, are going to try and blow your fucking minds. Now, as they say in the United Kingdom of Northern Ireland and Great Britain and the Commonwealth, let us start this motherfucker. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. We're going to jump straight into it this week and a dark day for humanity, let's call it. Edward Snowden, the whole, the whole conspiracy, the whole, the whole act of freedom surrounding this one man is what he did. Spying, uh, terroristic, unpatriotic, or what he's did is it? Is it just what? Not one man telling the truth. How do you see it? Well, obviously he's telling the truth. That's that's an obvious one. But I don't. I th- it's a grey area, isn't it? Let's mm. face facts. But I think this what? is th- this is very fundamentally different to the Bradley Manning thing. Yeah. You know, this is the Bradley Manning stuff came out and. No one p- particularly cared about what the content was. It was that it happened. Whereas this, everybody cares what the content is. So one. the Bradley Manning one, it was th- the fact that it was the first, like what major release to go into go to go nationwide uh, through li- WikiLeaks. Was that the out- outrage with the Bradley Manning, not necessarily the content? Because what Bradley well, Manning uh, released was fucking. It was it was fighter pilots basically yeah. gunning down civilians as if yeah, it, as if it was a game. It, it was, and there was also a clip of uh, American pilots uh, gunning uh, in uh, tank killers, killing a British, uh, like a uh, British uh, squadron in in tanks. They didn't know at the time yeah, no, that yeah. it was a uh, British soldiers. They just saw like orange fucking uh, boxes on the tanks and thought it was a tank with chemical yeah. weapons. So they took it out, but. They never released the actual video footage to the families, yeah. and the investigations, the uh, the uh, uh, the DOD, uh, like was protecting the pilots, which is understandable. It was a mistake. It was a fucking terrible mistake that the pilot made because they killed British soldiers who are who are friendly. So it wasn't just a a, a combat uh, error. Sort of dresses it down a lot, doesn't it? But I think yeah. the fuckery behind it was that the DOD was hiding it and trying to protect them when the, the guilt and the evidence was. I think they said that the video didn't exist as well, didn't they? I honestly can't remember properly, but I remember that for an impact, the impact that those leaks had was all... A lot of the impact was very sensationalised, media reporting it over the space of a couple of days and saying this this document came out saying that, you know, the Americans had spied on this or the Americans had done this or the Americans didn't trust the Pakistanis. Most of the stuff that was out that was in it, everybody knew, you know... They yeah. just did. They just didn't. They yeah, but we also know that the government spies on us, and we also know that they they, they torture people and probably uh, black people off the streets. We know that, yeah. but we don't get. It's not really reported. So when it does but come through these back channels, that's when. Why are we ignorant? And we just sort of turn our head and go, "Fucking hell, it is true that they're doing it." Well, I don't know about everybody else, but I know we're ignorant because we're fucking British. 
No, but when shit goes down, though, when shit goes down, we take to the streets. Look what look, look what happened the last time. I know we've been touching it before, but we fucking burnt down a lot of the fucking UK. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. a lot to do with boarding. There was what there was a lot of personal agendas behind it, but yeah. we did take to the streets. So that's still there. It does take a catalyst for people to take to the streets. Yeah. But you you bad demanding thing. No one really. Oh, I can't think of a good way to put it. With it, a lot of the stuff that was in it was all political. A lot of it was political scandal. A lot of it was political stuff. Mm. You know, it was a lot of it was political, bad political stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. this stuff generally. Now I know everybody already knows that your phone calls get recorded. And these People get, have known you know, that for decades. You know, they? we've always known that, but. Not to this extent, and not only that, I think one of the most angering factors of it, with it, well, for me personally, anyway, is that not just it was our own GCHQ, whatever the hell they were called, not only were they doing it, but they were also passing it on to the prison programme, just like everybody else was passing it. What do you mean? Prison. What do you mean, prison programme? The the NSA prison program. The, 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 that's what the scandal was started with. That, the, did you not see the first leak that it was? The first leak was that the NSA, the prison program, was being given all recordings and messages and emails and everything from your national respective equivalents. Right. E.g. ours is the GCHQ. Okay. Who were passing on our messages and stuff like that to the NSA. Right. That was one of the first leaks. What are you on about prison? Prism, the Prism program. Oh, was, yeah. in, oh, Prism, not yeah. Prism, as in Pr- people in Prism. Yeah, Prism. Prism with an M. Right, yeah, you know, okay. you know the. That's, yeah. that's what the NSA right. program was called, okay. wasn't it? Um, hard work that, Ben. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, I thought you were saying Prison. No, but I think this, th- this one, I think people care much more because it's human doing the right thing. Well, yeah. Well, it, it wasn't just that. Like, were you badly manning? What was he? A, a private? Was he something? Like private that? first you class. Know? He was pretty low down. You know, whereas this, this uh, Edward Snowden, you know, I, I'm not not saying that, you know, he's a fucking. I'm, I'm not going to the extent that people, that certain people, refer to him as a hero or anything like that. But he could have easily plodded on with his life with his fucking six figure dollar salary. Is that how much he was on? Uh, he was on, I think it was a hundred and twenty six thousand dollars at the NSA. Why aren't you wearing your headphones? I don't want to. You don't want to wear your headphones. No, turn them down. Then I'm, I'm going to be cool. Um, the it's part of me look. Part of me look. Yeah, but you hear people better. You That's alright. Um, uh, I'll trust. Um, but no, he, he was. You're ruining my car. He, he was. He was on well. <laughs> he was on well into six figure salary. Uh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Good lad. Right, so he was 29 years old, and he was well into a six-figure salary. Yeah, I, I can tell you what it was on here somewhere along the line. But it must have just been eating a fucking waiting, wasn't it? It must have been niggling at him that what they were doing was infringing on innocent people's lives. And that fucking saying that's coming out at the moment, well, if you've got nothing to be gilly about, then you've got nothing to hide. And yeah. if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to be gilly about. So we're going to spy on you anyway, motherfuckers. Well, the... His first salary was well into the six figures in the NSA. Uh, he, he worked directly for the NSA and all that. Worked directly, what indirectly or directly? So he direct, N- so he's he, NSA. He was he was a direct NSA employee. Okay. And then he left the NSA and went for one of these subcontract, one of these military subcontractors More who, money. 
who no, it was less. It was actually less money, right? But it gave him much more access to files. Well, you got to ask the question behind that. Why did he do that then? Did well, he want to see what the fuck was going on? Um, and then his his salary went down to the lower hundred thousand mark. Mm-hmm. Still, it was over a hundred thousand still. Uh, and then he made what was it? He made a sh- an unscheduled trip to Hong Kong with three laptops. I think it was or four. Is this why you're still an employee before he was like AWOL? Yeah. Well. He was obviously an employee for... I can't even remember what the hell the company was called. It, it was some contracting firm that did mm. it for the NSA. I can't remember what the hell it was. But he he went with the lap, laptops to Hong Kong. Okay. Then downloaded all the stuff and went... I think he gave some of the stuff to the Washington Post, okay. I think it was. And the most of the rest of it to the Guardian. Okay. Who've been slowly but surely trickle-feeding it over the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, Selling papers. Yeah. Um, but as far as I know, he did it for no money and he just... It must have been eaten away at him, wasn't it? It must you know, have been. No, it, complete he's, infringement he's, of people's he's, he's civil a, fucking rights. He's, he's had a fucking missus for years as well, and he's just fucked her off. He's just gone... Well, he's had to disappear, off. hasn't he? Yeah. Is he colluding with anybody else? Do you reckon it's just one man like Bradley Manning? Well, Bradley Manning wasn't one man, is he? He had WikiLeaks behind him. Do you reckon yeah. the, these other Edward Snowdens out there that are going to trickle through the system and oh, say, listen... Un- undoubtedly. They need a high profile, don't they? Well, they need, like, a director to come out and say... But the thing is, I can't understand why the hunt... Well, I cannot understand why the hunt's down, because they're saying he's broke the law by... We have something in the UK called the Official Secrets Act. I've signed it when I worked for the... I don't even know whether I'm supposed to be fucking uh, talking about it, but I've signed the Official Secrets Act to say that I can't talk about work that I used to do for the government. Uh, the, I wonder if they have a, something similar, whether it's called the Official Secrets Act or the Official Data Secrets Act or something like that. That's why they want them, isn't it? Because they yeah. broke that law. Um... Is it espionage as well? He got done, he, he has been charged in absence for espionage. Is that what he's been charged with? Yeah. There's, there's another one as well. Uh, I'd say what made me laugh was when uh, Barry Obama, they were, they were Barry in, Barry Obama, they were in uh, like his his conference room where he was having his weekly media chat bollocks, and he said that like, we we're trying to work with all the company all the countries to make sure that the law is being followed. And I'm thinking to myself, now you want the international law to be followed when you've infringed it. Yeah. Fuck knows how many times in your own country, and where you're killing civilians with drone attacks, fucking in Pakistan or Afghanistan. That's fucking illegal. I, I know this such thing as collateral damage in war and damage in war, and uh, the civilians are going to get fucking killed. But uh, I think, I think there's too many people, too many kids dying. One kid is too many to die in a yeah. war, isn't it? But there seems to be kids dying by the fucking dozens over there through drone attacks yeah. and spying on your own citizens. Is that illegal? Is that is it illegal well, in this country? Now th- this is where things get a bit complicated. Now you will find that a lot of statements always say, you know, the GCHQ or the NSA. Or, just for or the, we, just for the, our American viewers or non-British viewers, can you just explain to them what GCHQ is. GCHQ is the British equivalent of your yeah, the the NSA program Prism. Right. It's there. We've got a big massive building. You can find pictures of it. It's a big circular building. What's a GCHQ? Government Communications Headquarters. I think it is something, it? something like that. But it it's literally It looks like the, the Pentagon. It it's not it's not exactly top secret. They've got official documents for it and the government there's a website for it and everything tells you that it's there to 
track communications can, in Britain. Can you uh, release information through the uh, Freedom of Information Act? No. So it is top secret. Yeah, but it's you get the point. It's not exactly like it's a... It's widely known. You, know, it, you can't miss the building when you yeah. see it. It looks like a UFO. Yeah, um, look, that's MI6 though, isn't it? On the River yeah. Thames. Everybody fucking knows it's there. Even though they didn't admit that existed until the early fucking 90s. <laughs> yeah. um, doesn't exist at MI6 headquarters. doesn't exist. But... I think one of the main things now, this is what you find with a lot of statements, especially politicians and your generals and all these fucking lunatics. They come out with a statement and they say, oh, you know, the NSA prison program, you know, we operate within legal boundaries. Mm. And it's like, if they operate within legal boundaries, then surely we don't want that fucking to be legal in the first place. Or it might be within, you know, it's the same for the tax avoidance thing. Oh, well, what we're doing is legal. Mm. Yeah, but you're still avoiding fucking tax. <laughs> so what they're saying they're operating within the boundaries of the same. Every, every single statement on f- has said they're operating within legal parameters and international law and all sorts of fucking shit. So uh, basically, all communications are open to be monitored. Can we do that? Can we monitor communications? That's more or less the gist of the fucking thing. And no, we can't. So what about scanners? A scanner's illegal. Uh, it's not like you used to be able to buy them. I, I, I know you used to be able to buy them, but I mean the military to, 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 to use it to scan frequently other certain frequencies was it illegal at the time you see it was officially released to uh, listen to where the plane chatter coming in because yeah. there was like a big hobby of that but uh, in the early noughties 90s and, and before yeah, police radios were using radio bands and uh, the military channels were using radio bands but in this country now we no longer use radio bands we, no. they use digital bands they yeah. use mobile basically adapted mobile phones as the walkie talkie in I'm America though they still use the uh, radio bands yeah. uh, I, I, I remember as a kid fucking listening to your scanners was more entertaining than watching the fucking the TV, TV yeah. sometimes. You it's amazing, isn't everything it? Everything that was going on around you. So we could listen to them. That's why they changed it, though, because there were too many fucking people. Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, bad guys, they had scanners as well. They, yeah, they, they, they would hear chatter saying that the 5 were on the way to feds, yeah. the Rosers were on the some, way to some, their Someone location. spotted so-and-so fucking yeah. so breaking into to, a house. Oh, shit, run. They used to bug out like a motherfucker. Um, but back to the original point. Um, the GCHQ. Uh, you know, saying that they are operating within the law. Um, eh, you've got what, what's what's legal, mm-hmm. haven't you? Then you've got what's fucking morally right. You know, and this right. is, this is clearly you know morally right. Fucking hell! So is that the argument that they damned if they do listen to us and they damned if they don't? Well, how many terror attacks? How many terror attacks has it stopped well, through uh, through uh, using GCHQ? Officially, none. Right. But they say they've, foiled. they've avoided and filed so many, but they'll never give you details about of these, how they've done know, it. You know how they did it. Um, it's always so very vague. Done, and, like I think Obama said that fifty odd terrorist attacks have been filed since nine eleven, since the prison program was set up. Right, a lot of that is bollocks. A lot of those terrorist attacks are FBI finding a radical right and then saying like, and then persuading him to fucking commit a terrorist yeah, attack yeah like you say like, playing him with money like giving him fifty thousand yeah. dollars like oh, go and do this terrorist attack and then they go to arrest him before they do it so oh. that that is that morally right or oh, we've managed to get a bad guy off the street hang on a second you find somebody who's already a radical who may or may not have ever done anything right probably not but he's, he's just really passionate about his fucking cause and he slags off the government and all that and you've radicalised him yourself and you've just exacerbated that situation and you've pushed £50,000 in front of him fifty, maybe even more to a quarter of a million dollars in front of him and he's going to think do you know what these motherfuckers are legit I'm going to go fuck shit up people are greedy yeah. Um, 
And normal people would say no for any amount of money, but when you've already got somebody who's weak and somebody who's already got a fucking malfunction, they're gonna you're gonna break them. Yeah. Is that foiling them? Is that getting in, uh, insane people off the street? I don't know. Well, that's another fucking arguable one, isn't it? But to me, it just sounds to me like they're making excuses. You know, oh yeah, we've filed this many terrorist attacks because that's yeah. what they were saying because of this program. We've filed this many right. terrorists. now. Yeah. I think we all now the main thing, in girls. The, the main thing is that we're all. We're fairly mature democracies, let's face facts. We're fucking big boys and girls. We accept that shit like this happens, yeah. you know? And even if it was just, let's say, Joe Bloggs went, was going to commit a terrorist attack and they caught him because of this, well, why didn't they just fucking release it at the time and say, we caught him by doing this? They didn't. They just fucking left it top secret. Never told anybody what they'd done or anything. Right. And then when a whistleblower comes out, they go mad about the secrets, mm-hmm. you know, and they say that it damages this and damages that, and damages yeah. relations, and everything like that. Yeah, the way they if it wasn't a secret in the first place, no one would give a fuck. Mm. Um, oh, I don't know whether nobody would give a fuck. People, maybe, maybe more people would protest about it because they would knew it, it was it was being admitted. It was an admission yeah. that they were doing it. Once you admit something, that's when people start fucking walking around. I don't know why, but our society now it's like uh, the rumor isn't enough to fucking do something. You've yeah. got small fucking fringes and small fucking guerrilla groups, and factions who, who are really angry and out there, maybe hacking and trying to find out what. But it's such a small percentage. It's probably yeah. not point one percent of a population who are aggressively trying to find out these things. It's like. Like I said before earlier, we know what's going on, but why aren't we doing fucking anything about it? Is it, bec- is it because our lives are too cushy? We've got money in the bank, we've got our own houses, we go to work, we come home and all that. We're preoccupied with other shit around and us. We've, put it this way, if you've got a family, right, and you've got a job, you don't want to jeopardise that and lose it, do you? So you don't in, uh, you don't put yourself in a position where you, the government are going to come fucking knocking on your door. Well, that's not really a... You're too preoccupied to care about it. That's more. You're too scared to care about it. Mm. It's not really preoccupation, is it? It's more. But you, you, you don't. You don't want to. But you've got other focuses in your life yeah, that you, you don't you, want to jeopardize. You, you've got other focuses that. Well, you've, you, you. You're scared of damaging that focused area, whatever. That's yeah. your kid, wife, house, whatever. Um, I think it's generally speaking, you're a little bit afraid to do that anyway. Yeah. Um, no, like you never seem to have. You seem to have less and less time anyway. You see, I'm, you older. I, I'm armchair. Yeah, I'm armchair. I'm telling you now, mate. In my, in, I don't know whether this is me. If the, the, this is enough to get me into trouble, but in my head, I if I had access to that information, I'll the. I don't know whether I'll be able to have the balls to do what fucking Edward Snowden did yeah. whether to come out because he's on good money, he's got he's got a good lifestyle, but is it human nature to was that eating away at him to say this is morally fucking wrong what is going yeah. on? Uh, fucking Mr and Mrs. Jones who live next door but one I can listen to their conversations if they want to. Can they tap into your cameras on your iPhone? Right now could they access your camera, even though it's not working? They probably could, couldn't they? like Batman did in the, the Dark yeah. Knight. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fucking arguable one, isn't it? Everybody, every single thing in the world will tell you they can't, basically. You know, mm-hmm. whether or not they can is another matter, isn't it? Now, I know, strictly speaking, most of your fucking webcams and all cameras of any sort, by law, have got some kind of light on to tell you when it's on. Yeah. Webcams have definitely got our, like, our, we've got our red ring that are telling us that the yeah, webcam's on. Um Hello, Dave. You can't do that today, Dave. It's um, like fucking the what's it called out of Space Odyssey two thousand and one. <laughs> what are you trying to do today, Dave? But, um, the, I think you know. Obviously, I think we all know anyway that so many levels of secrecy, secret, 
you know, uh, recordings or... Do you not feel violated? <laughs> Are you not asked? I'm, I'm not particularly that bothered, you know. Is if, it because you're not doing anything to fucking... What, what, what I'm... It pisses me off that I could be fucking Skyping me missus, like fucking cocking hand and all that. And theoretically, somebody could be... Yeah. Somebody could be... Right, everybody knows that fucking uh, NSA... Uh, I've got Skype in the ass uh, mm-hmm. in, in the NSA's ass yeah. pocket. If they want to, uh, they could theoretically tap into your live feed. while you talking mm-hmm. to? I don't. Want, that's not right. I'm doing nothing wrong. I'm having a private incident moment with my with Mrs. Burroughs, Right. I want to be able to fucking. I want to be able to do that. Not knowing these, it's some fucking perv in the MSA cockhanded yeah. thinking this is fucking great. That, because there is going to be people out there who are going yeah. to be doing that to get the kicks off, aren't they? Yeah. Um. I understand though key words like well, plot and assassinations that, or that's bombings. That's my exact point. Is that I think we're as a population of any country, and at least a, at least in more advanced democracies anyway. Um, that that system of you know keywords and monitoring somebody on suspicion of being a terrorist, which but, was what was done in the seventies. You know, but you're know, like, whereas this that this program indicates that it's not uh, not all. But it's, it's more like a blanket, you know. There's no reasonable cause. It's just yeah. that we're going to look you know, at it's, you. It's just you know they get all this and the, you know, fucking they go through it, you know, and I think that that's much more, much, much more wrong, mm. you know. Um, well, prime example of that is there was a 21 year old, I'm going to say kid, 21 year old lad who had just finished university in the UK and he was going to Las Vegas, right? And he put on Twitter, he said, Me and my mates are going to Las Vegas. I think it was and, New York, I think. Oh, when he said, I'm going to blow up New York. No, no, I'm going to, we're going to smash the town up. Do you know what yeah. Which is the saying in the UK, it's, we're it's, going to smash it. Yeah. You had that one who went to New York, didn't you? And he well, uh, tried to. He fucking. The, the TSA got him and the fucking DOD were waiting for him. And this 21-year-old lad, he went to a, cr- cr- a correctional facility, like a proper bum in the silent yeah. where, where he was getting deported. You don't do that to a 21-year-old no. lad. You know his intentions aren't bad. It's a fucking phrase where he's going to have a fucking good time. Yeah. He isn't going to cause shit. And you're criminalising him. That's going to fucking scar him for life. That, yeah. is, that is more likely to turn somebody into against you than fucking... Uh, than him never popping up on the yeah. radar. They brought him onto the radar for no reason, just for the term. There was that. Um, there was one in New York, I think it was, where he was supposed to be going out there for whatever. I can't even remember why the hell he was going out there, but he said something similar on Twitter. And twelve hours later, whatever the hell it was, when he touches down in New York, fucking gets accosted by the FBI type thing. Interview for six hours, whack back on the plane and back home. And straight out, he's a risk. Was he? Uh, he was twenty. He was definitely. He was less than thirty. And what was his? Uh, what did he say? It was something along the lines of "I'm going to blow up New York," something like that. Um, Taking it out of context. Yeah. Well, one of the. Uh, sorry, go on, mate. Oh, you had that one last the other year, didn't you? Remember the remember when the when we, all the airports were snowed in on the bad winter that we had. Yeah. Um, and that fella said, Robin Hood Airport got fucking. Three days to sort his shit out, or I'm gonna fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, and he, wasn't he, he an executive or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he lost. He lost his job. He fucking lost his house. He lost his fucking missus. He lost everything. And the criminal courts fucking charged him. And then fucking nine months later, they threw it out on court of appeal. But by then, he's fucking lost his house. Yeah, he's lost his. He's lost everything. And did he, did he not get that back? Did he not get uh, compensation? Nothing. No compensation at all. Um, and it was literally. I think it, I'm sure. I'm sure it was reported. It was like forty six character tweet. You know. And he's not exactly going to be blowing up Robin Hood Airport. You know, he's he wanted to go on holiday and it was snowed in. He couldn't go on holiday. He said something a little angry. You know, if if you said it, you know, just 
teammate or something, you'd They're go... They're going to sort that shit out. I'm yeah. going to go down there and I'm going to go, fuck shit up. You know what? It's fucking completely stupid. It, it, well, it's so fucking, it's, it's, it's freedom of speech, does that not extend to the internet then? Clearly not. Because you're putting it in text, are they taking that as a as an act of aggression, as a potential to do something? Yeah, well, I thought you can only is that not, it's the, a crime the, the not taking that until the action's in motion. The courts seem to not well, at least the courts over here. I'm presuming the American ones are the same. They don't seem to comprehend sarcasm, which is that probably ninety nine percent of the stuff I say online is sarcastic. Yeah, half the time I'm fucking I don't even mean it anyway. Yeah, you know whether I'm joking or not, I just fucking just. Shell, Which we know. all do. We all put stupid lines on there. But do you ever put something up and take it off for fear of incrimination? Like I've been taken out of context. I've, I've I've never posted something up and then deleted it. But I have started writing something and then gone back to Facebook. Yeah, because it's too controversial. See, some people just don't give a fuck. I mean, have you ever read the tweets that I've sent to David Cameron, George fucking Osborne? Yeah, yeah. It's this one fella who said that or uh, on Twitter. He said that, "Hey, George, you need to sort yourself up. Or I'm gonna slit your throat, something like that." <laughs> How the fuck has he not been arrested? Because that is that is basically a threat on the, somebody's life, isn't it? Just, it's the chance of the exchequer's life. I mean, I read it and thought, you're either on the dole or you're rich. Because you can't have much to lose if you're fucking saying yeah. stupid fucking things um, like that. But like, but like, then you've got the other fucking route there, haven't you? How do you, board, how do you tether, line, tether the line between you saying something offensive online and something offensive in person? How do you... Uh, well, how do you determine yeah, between how, the two? How do you determine whether so-and-so is going to really blow up that fucking airport or not, you know? They're just not taking the risk, are they? Maybe that's the uh, well, that's the society we're all living now. Maybe, but... We're, we're all too paranoid. The government's, the government's paranoid. But it seems to be criminalising people who don't necessarily need to be yeah, criminalised. Then, be... then, then you've got the other side of it, though. The people who do say really fucking dangerous shit and yeah. say they're going to do this and... Fuck all happens. Nothing Why is happens. that? Why do they want them in society or something? Do they want that? They do. Are they leaving those alone because they need to have that in society to keep the crime rates up? I've no idea. I just it's just fucking lost on me. You know. What's the latest with uh, Snowden? Where is he at the moment? Has he made it to Ecuador or? He's supposed to be in transit in Moscow. What's uh, Vladimir Putin said? Because he's come out. Putin said he's, yeah, he's, he's he said he's in. I think the. I'm sure each airport has got a restricted transit zone. Right. Most international airports do. Uh, within that area, you can live there, and it's not officially in any country. Right. It's a. I know he's no longer got a passport, and he's moving around on refugee documents on the refugee passport. Yeah, asylum. Yeah, yeah, asylum. Um, that has been issued by Ecuador. Yeah. Uh, Barry Obama, he's basically fucked that right off, hasn't yeah. he? Said we're we're not interested in that. But as far as we're concerned, his passport's been revoked. Yeah. Will he make it to Ecuador? And then it, Cuba, which is going to be his farm of destination, well, which is ironic because it's going to be 90, 90 miles away from the fucking mainland I think, of America. I think the main thing is with it is that right now, Russia Russia will not stop him from leaving. I know that. They, no way. Is it just a, a government propaganda now? Just to say, sorry America, but we're not getting involved. It's yours, your rules. I, I would say it is a bit, a bit, but I think one of the main things behind it is that so far every country he's been in has benefited massively from what he said. Especially China. China was obviously always going to let him go because obviously he released the files saying that America had been hacking China's text messaging. Did he? Yeah, it was, it was an official file. A big fucking file. I, you can find it out. It's like fucking 10,000 pages. Really? But, um, he, had, he had official proof. He had official proof that the PRISM, the PRISM program, 
which is obviously part of this fucking... What's his name, that general? Is it Keith Alexander? The new one in America, I don't know. I lost track of the betrayers. He's he's the executive of the the NSA, and he's like general of the cyber warfare fucking thing, you know, all sorts sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what you mean, I know what you mean, yeah, Um, yeah. But him, um, he he had, like, official files showing that the respective hacking branch of PRISM had been hacking China, all the Chinese cellnet companies, and downloading en masse text messages, all the text well, messages. that's something that every country's doing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, there's this building in um, in China, uh, the, or was it Korea? No, it was China that uh, the CIA basically recorded the, 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 um, the desktop this was happening from. It was a military... It was a military operation in a building that wasn't listed as a military conference in China. And basically, they were creating um, email addresses on Google on the Google's accounts. And they were using it to, to hack into American corporations and trying to hack into American uh, government sites, trying to get uh, extract details from them. And what uh, the CIA did, they managed to record exactly everything that was happening on the screen the fellow was moving the mouse it was just a live it was a live fucking uh, yeah. it was a live fucking feed to, the, to his screen and they traced it back to this building and uh, they recognized the tactics and the techniques that they were using and they managed to identify it as this is the the, the chinese uh, tactics the chinese military tactics to, to hack our infrastructure now the chinese turned around and fucking denied it which they were going to but we we can i think we can safely say that all all countries, maybe apart from Australia, because they don't give a fuck, are doing this. Yeah. So um, uh, China benefited from um, Edward Snowden coming out and saying, "Listen, my country's hacking your country." That's a little bit fucky, isn't it? Well, because China could have said, "So fucking what? We're all fucking doing it here. No. Get get off, get out of my fucking country." The main thing that he did though was he put down rock rock solid hard evidence. This is what the prison program was doing, is doing, is still doing right now. You know. Bam, have it, you know, and the Chinese were, you know, quite unhappy about that, and the and, 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 and they released statements about it because it was official. Because it was official, uh, that and that, that's one of the main things. Now I know we all accept that all it this shit happens, but as soon as you get hard evidence right there and then, you could strictly speaking say right now, officially on paper, America's the worst one out of all of us because the evidence got, is out there, yeah. Um, what do you think is happening behind the scenes, politically, uh, diplomatically, between these countries? Has China fucking formed, is the new, uh, is it Prime Minister or President in China? President. Is the President... I can't remember, actually. I think it's Premier, isn't it? It's yeah. Prime Minister. Has the Prime Minister of China picked up the phone to Barry and said, listen, you motherfucker, stop hacking this country or we are gonna blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, I think one of the main things is behind America as well is that the government, especially these days, seems to be just on fucking autopilot. It just seems to be... It doesn't matter what what the political agenda is or what's it happening at the time. It doesn't matter what you think. It the fucking just seems to be behind the scenes. The letter gets sent. This gets filed. That next thing you know, he's fucking charged. You know, no one really, you know. And you keep watching the interviews with the fucking different spokesmen mm-hmm. of the respective places, mm-hmm. and they're just saying the same thing. You know, yeah, over and over again. He was he was he was dead bad. He's broke the fucking laws. He's released these secrets and everything. It's like fucking, t- you know. No one's asking the right questions at all. What is the right question? The right question is... Why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? That's one question. All right, okay, I'll answer this question. Is it right that you're all doing right. it? Why are we doing it? Public safety. Yeah. Okay, next question. All right. Uh, is it legal to be doing that? It's within the spirit of the law. Yeah. Um, 
you've got what benefit does it have? People aren't dying. People, oh, you know, it's the good catching the bad guys. That's yeah. all they're gonna say. They yeah. can spin it any way they want. Oh yeah, um, but it's it, it, it's fascinating the way it's all come about. You know, basically, he's just confirming what everybody already knows anyway. But it's much more refined than the Bradley Manning thing. You know, it's much more. It's more specific. He's got more yeah. evidence. Some what? papers are trying to spin it that it's not really anything big. Excuse well, me, that we already know because yeah. I think. I think I don't know whether they're under under instruction whether to just play it down or whether they think well this is just stuff we already know anyway and he's just putting the signature to to what what we already know so it's not really anything that we don't already know what's going on. This is major fucking news. Why is it not? GCHQ are spying on you. Oh. They're fucking. They anything you do is not fucking private. Any conversation you have is not private. Any conversation you have with your wife or your fucking girlfriend or your fucking mum and dad. Personal, upsetting, uh, romantically involved, anything, fucking business acumen can be spied on. Is that not enough to get you fucking outraged? It's enough to get me outraged. Well, I think one of the more important things to note from it as well is that... How can I put it? Um, you know, like I said, that each country's been in so far has benefited from him doing this, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, let's face facts. It doesn't matter what he's fucking done. You know, America's... Regards which way America comes out of this now, they're going to like the twat. You know, they are... Regards which way they look, they come out of it. it yeah, but... I watched this brilliant um, clip on uh, YouTube about six or seven months ago, and it was an American guy saying, listen, basically, abroad, when you say you're American to a foreigner... They're not really that arsed. The yeah. only people who are really arsed abroad is over Americans. When you say, where are you from? I'm from the USA. There's only over, over Americans who are going to say, well, oh, that's pretty cool. That Other people don't really give a fuck. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So to say that, they're going to come out looking a bigger cunt. Because of what's going on anyway with the 700 drones they've got, um, basically makes the government, not the American people, basically makes the government look like cunts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, think, I think they need to start looking at less about how to prevent this from happening again and more about the secrets that they've got in the first place you know in the ideal world that is that would be fantastic well, but the, you know it, they're going to concentrate it, 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 on the latter to what you just it's, said it's never going to be you know an exact fucking every single thing's out in the open you know but no matter how good their technology is and how secure it is there's always going to be a human out there who's always going to be able to print it off yep. I mean, how's he managed to print all this shit off? How's it in paper? Surely now, they're going to move away from fucking making paper files, aren't they? It's all going to be digital. There's not going to be USB ports and shit like that. I can't... There's going to be no floppy disk drives, obviously. Uh, No USB ports, no CD-ROM drives, no access to email systems. So that's probably how they're going to move it, isn't it? I can't remember um, what the company's name was that he worked for by the end of it. Um, But... Like I said, what he basically did was three or four laptops, took with him. Um, apparently, when you worked for this company, you you had to give 30 days notice of travel plans. Okay. So he didn't make any travel plans, he just did it. Okay. So that they wouldn't notice. So straight away it was a, a um, flag. So he got out, off into Hong Kong, and just went, download, 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 download. You know, access to all remotely through the fucking laptops that he had. Um, the... He he got it all out, put it to fucking whatever journalists, you know, whatever the fuck it was, and it was fucking just ridiculous amount of documents. Um, 
and then obviously eventually after so many downloads that was it, it flagged shut down panic mm. and then then it all obviously came out then didn't it mm. um but i know in the ideal world you could say governments should be transparent they're never going to be truly transparent no. we know that but they could at least be a bit more transparent than they are now you know they're scared. Um, this, uh, are they scared? I don't. Uh, do you know what? I think that's. Um, I think that's bold. Is that? I, I think they just don't give a fuck. No, they I don't. think they think there's just too many of us anyway. Um, controlling us is is hard enough. So to be completely transparent, do you, is our government transparent? The, the more transparent, they are more. Than what? The compared to who? Than compared to the US, definitely. Um, is that just the British way? Is that because I, we I allow it? I don't necessarily think it's the British way, but we've got a much more... It's much more difficult in our court systems to get this type of shit going. If Until you know they I mean. privatise it. They are on the, there was a rumour about... I think it was you who sent it to me about four months ago that um, they were thinking about or at least having a discussion about trying to privatise the courts, the judiciary. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, no, the the... Uh, it was definitely a trial. They, they were going to be th- thinking about it at the time. And how does that? How does that work? Did, did you read anything behind it? Well, uh, it didn't get reported again after that. So whether or not that would ever go through, I don't know. But it was a very, the it was conf- a, it was a very advanced idea. It really was. The conflict um, of interest is going to be a motherfucker. The so is that literally going to be like a banking corporation or, a, or running a court? So, pff, could be anything, couldn't it? You know, if it's privatized, you just don't fucking know. But. One of the main things that rings the alarm bells. What's the minister behind this? Did it have ministerial support? I can't remember his name. What the fuck was his name? So there was. There was a minister behind it. I'm sure there was. I'm sure. Um, that has got to be um, fucking. It's got to be pre-organised. This. This has to be an agenda behind privatising the court system and putting the courts in corporations' hand. It's the, the world is moving towards continuum. The yeah. series continuum is fucking far more factual than what, what people fucking think. I'm watching it and thinking, this is Here terrifying, this. Well, it wasn't that long ago, actually. It was only a month. No, it's got to be longer than that, surely. No, this must be the update. This has got to well, be. Well, yeah, go be here. Wholesale. It would save them a billion pound a year, blah, blah, blah. So by privatising the car Chris, Chris, Chris Grayling, Justice Secretary. The justice, what, what was his words? That he, he instructed officials this year to explore plans to reform to ensure that the courts and tribunal services provide value for mm-hmm. money. A massive conflict of interest will be on the cards. I mean, this is stupid, this. will be on the cards if a bank is fucking running the court. Imagine if you're in financial difficulty. Let's say you have a child, right, and you're paying £700 a month for childcare, and you're unable to, say, make your mortgage payments or your car payments if you've got that on a higher purchase, right? So you phone up your bank and say, listen, I can't pay. Let's say your loan, for example, or your, mor- your credit card. Let's say credit card. You can't pay credit card, for example because you need to pay childcare and they say you go through all the process about making minimum payments and say right we're going to have to go to court you go to court and the fucking that particular court is run by the bank that you owe yeah. money to what they're going to say well in fact fuck it you're just going to have to give up work and live off the fucking social um, like it says there the most the, one of the main discussions was uh, all 20,000 court staff uh, would transfer to the private sector. It would not involve judges or magistrates. Mm. But obviously, it, I, I, it would be so difficult to have a completely privatised court system and then have a non-privatised judge and 
magistrates. What do you mean by court system? Well, like clerks of the court and things like that. Guards. It'd be all your clerks, all your people who handle all the documents. Right. You know, fucking straight away. Then you like they want to do to the NHS. Yeah, you know. Fucking no way. The, the court one when they're on about privatizing the courts, that just fucking rung alarm bells to me. I don't want to go. I don't know that. what's worth privatizing the courts or privatizing NHS. I don't. Know, I really don't know what would be worth. I think court. Well, I think they both would be as bad as each other. I think. It, I think the privatizing the NHS would be the lesser of two evils, only slightly. Um, the. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Le- less or two evils privatising the NHS. I can't understand why the NSA subcontracted that house the the work to basically civilians yeah. under the under the guise of working for the well, NSA. That's it, ridiculous. It, 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 that. I think that was one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest fucking fuck uh, like uh, arguments to come up, wasn't it? That the NSA, okay, we know we're doing it, but why are you giving an external company who aren't government? They might be funded by the government, but they aren't. They do not have a crest to say that we are the government and yeah. elected government of the people, well, and we are doing this work. They're, they're fucking civilians, aren't they? And, and civil and fucking. They're not even civil servants. I know they've got. Obviously, there are certain fucking checks that they do you know these obviously they have that many private companies that work for the government the american government you know there's probably fucking hundreds of the fuckers yeah different ones that do different jobs so the nsa were paying this company then yeah to sub they were contracting them just like they do don't forget they, got, they contract all sorts don't yeah, but they why would they do that why didn't they, why don't they just call it another branch of the nsa why would they fucking give it to a private company why didn't they just set up a different branch of the nsa yeah because uh, it wouldn't be tolerate we're not saying we'll tolerate it or the people would tolerate it but to be able to tolerate it a little bit more than basically fucking being Q going through but, your but, fucking but, details. But one of the main things that you take from it as well is that if this is one company, there's, there'll be other companies. And there's, so there's companies out there that have got security clearance within the government of mm. America. If you know what I mean, you know that fucking don't get me wrong. Actually, we're probably just as bad. We probably it ourselves. I mm. suspect. Um, but I know that the. The company that he worked for for the last three months of his career, mm-hmm. so to speak, um, said that what was it? Oh, fucking, I, I'm sure they said that when they first took him on from the NSA, right. um, that when they did security checks on him, certain things flagged up. But like, like you know, certain like qualifications didn't add up. Or okay, you know. Well, so what they're trying to tarnish his record now is that what they're so, saying? They're saying this, this after they employed him. It's a smear campaign. They still fucking took him on though. This is yeah. a smear. That's just a smear pa- yeah. campaign. They're probably going to look back at all the communications he's ever had and anything bad that they've ever said. Apart, this is something else that's coming out now. When they're using the 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 uh, their tools to record people and extract data and information from people, like um, for for example, they can also look at what credit card, what things you purchase on your credit cards and things like that. When they look back, let's say you all of a sudden do something which is slightly suspicious, they can look back over, let's say, the last 10 years, let's say your credit card bills and what you've watched on TV and people you've been speaking to and in the contacts you've been speaking to, and they can put them together and put it in whatever context they want to and say, well, oh, we've looked back over the last 10 years, look, he bought fertiliser for his garden, that could really be for bonds. When we 
really you just bought it because you yeah. wanted it in your fucking game yeah. so they can demonise you however, yeah. however you want because of what, what you've done in your past f- f- Facebook can fucking do that fucking hell you search for a fucking dildo on Google and the next thing you've got fucking dildo adverts the next fucking day exactly yeah yeah that's right yeah, yeah. The, one of this one scratching of your head there thinking how do they fucking know yeah one of the lads he was watching the uh, cowgirl porn <laughs> Uh, like barn girls, you know, like the twenty-one-year-old yeah. all-American Texas girl. And I know what you mean. Fucking on his Facebook the next day, there was fucking stuff to do with like cowgirl outfits and <laughs> cowboy outfits. So Facebook had been tracking him like a motherfucker. You see, that's annoying as shit. When, that is. When like. we were, um, when me and Kayla first said that we were going to get married and shit, all we did was search for wedding stuff for a month. You know, for a month solid. Yeah, and then. As soon as we fucking did that, that was it. Opened the fucking floodgates. Still on my Facebook now. I still get asked if you want to buy wedding rings and yeah. buy the fuck off. Um, you know, it's, it's that's horrible that that they're tracking you, isn't I know, it? That, is that agreement with Google, Google, the search engine? It's agreement with the fucking all sorts. It's their own as well. You know, so they're just tracking you. Yeah, but it's all fucking integrated, isn't it? You, know, you fucking search something now, and you can guarantee your adverts on all the websites all over the fucking place. You know, if I searched whatever now, each website I go on, if you've got any type of Google ads or Amazon ads or whatever, they're all fucking linked and relevant, yeah. you get a relevant ad, you know, which theoretically it is a good fucking idea for somebody. But you're going to see it popping up now. you see it popping up now in your computer games. Uh-huh. On the next generation of consoles. You can guarantee you'll be driving along in, on, say, the Grand Theft Auto, and you go go past the fucking advertisement for, like, wedding shops or something yeah. like that. They're going to be able to sublimely put them in there. It is a clever tactic, isn't it? But it, yeah. it's still a little bit shitty that but you can't fucking do what you that, want. That's like your entry level. That's like your entry level fucking... Hacking. You know, violation shit, you yeah. know. Well, then it goes upwards and up, you know, onwards and upwards. Um, you know, when you've got fucking things like... You go to the fucking airport, you know, you get arrested in your own house because of something you said on Twitter. Now, don't get me wrong, if you've gone on fucking Twitter and gone fucking, I'm going to murder that fucking, that twat who lives at number three Joe if Bloggs if Road. Does, if he doesn't keep you know, the fucking noise down. Fair enough. Maybe you should fucking get a caution for that, but you know, fucking, you know, it, it's all in context, isn't it? I'll tell you what, though, fucking... I can remember in the 80s when I was fucking smashing windows and being a cunt. I can remember my mother turning around and said to me, if you don't stop that, I'm going to fucking knock seven bells of shit out of you. <laughs> she never knocked seven bells of shit out of me. Yeah. It was just a fucking phrase, wasn't it? I'm going to knock you into fucking next week. I'm going to oh. hit you that hard. You're going to wake up in the middle of next week. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You can't say shit like that anymore, can no. you? Um, but I, I'm sure I read that fucking article the other day, but the exact reading in the article was you know, years ago, it used to happen a certain way, and he just basically said in the article, flat out, uh, it was actually that whistleblower who released the um, the Vietnam fucking documents about them killing all fucking all sorts of Vietnamese and yeah, families. Yeah, using Agent and Orange and all that bullshit, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin and no, all that he shit. He was one of the main whistleblowers. Now, back then, though, in 71, I think it was, he was on about that he, he didn't run, he didn't do anything. He came out with it, he did it. Got in the public eye and never fucking left, and he never got done for it. I don't think. Right. Um. Now, yeah, I think he. I'm sure he did an interview the other day saying in it, it's a different world now. He said, back then he said I managed to do this and do that, and you know he's a fucking author and everything now. Like, what's changed? You know, what has changed then? Is it public attitudes? Is it personal? I don't know. Public opinion. As, as Have he we said, been designed to not not approve this then? As, as he said, um, in his own exact wording, the chances are was that if 
Edward Snowden had gone to his superiors and raised raised concern that this program was wrong, daily. he'd get fucking so many fucking years in jail. Just like that, bam. Which is, you know... So they've pushed him to go public instead of going to his managers then? Yeah. They don't um, want to hear that. They know what they're doing. They don't want some fucking specky fucking 29-year-old kid going up to the fucking general or somebody seeing you up in the agency and going, listen, I've got a real problem with this because they're not going to sack you. Like, I don't want to fucking put you in prison because they don't want you to talk about it. Have you I seen Bradley Manor now? Have you seen... Have you ever, have, have, fucking, it looks great. You know, know he, he hasn't fucking seen fucking he's, the light of day. He's, he's fucking had some good waterboard and done on him, hasn't he? Um, but... Like, you, you, your main thing behind it as well is, like, you're a, that fucking moon's fucking sending me white air. I know, at, yeah. Watching that rise, and that's fucking scaring the shit out of me. The moon is rising fucking like, terrifying. Like fucking golden egg coming up over the fucking clouds. Is that just the cloud moving out the way, is it? Or is that the tree? It's, I think it's a tree. What was it? I'm sure there's trees there. I've only lived there three it's fucking years. It's the super years. moon. Um, it's the super moon. Yeah, the super moon. Plus day one. Um, but... I think one of the main things as well, like after your Bradley Manning one, I'm sure they said that they released, they, they put in some kind of system where you needed two fucking people to do this and right. a third fucking fail safe, and you know, to access files or whatever. Mm. Which technically might actually be a good thing because it means that the next fucking whistleblower at the Bradley Manning level might be somebody much fucking higher up. Yeah. Um, well, to release the type of information is going to have yeah. to be somebody who, yeah, to you know, bring and, more credibility and, to the story. I, I think uh, at the moment, you no, know, obviously Snowden's much fucking a much higher player than Manning. But at the end of the day, yeah. it's only going to be one way up, isn't it? Eventually, you're going to have a higher, and then I, I think eventually one fucking day, someone's going to stand back and go, "I think we've got to fucking sort shit out here." Do you really think they'll work towards that? Do you really think the government are going to get that fucking oppressed it, by the people? It, like they're going to say, do you know what, enough is enough. You're doing more harm than good, I don't think. I personally It, it might not I, be our generation, I don't think. But it might not be in our lifetime. Um, well, now we're at a crossroads, right? And we need the catalyst to happen for us to fucking take control. I mean, we've got the numbers. Do you know what um, I mean? You're talking about fucking uh, rebellion type shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, I think it was Jefferson who said, every generation we need a rebellion. We need a revolution. I'm yeah. sure it was Thomas Jefferson who said, every generation, we need a revolution. Now, this was somebody who was fucking really high up in power. Was Jefferson, was he ever president? I don't know. Right. I don't know much about American fucking history. Even though we're trying I'm to ignorant. fucking... I'm ignorant towards American history. Thomas Jefferson turned around and said, every generation, we need a revolution. And it's one of the most poignant things everybody in history has ever said, because it's so fucking true. Without a revolution... We don't get change. Yep. When people fucking rise up, that is when change comes. We've got the numbers to get out there and do something about it. I mean, it's all right. People are sitting there at home and going, oh, I don't like this. The government shouldn't be doing that. And if I do this and I should do that, I'm not going to buy this and I'm not going to buy that. You can't do that. You need to get up and do something. You need to get up and you need to do a podcast. Talk about it. You need to upload stuff onto YouTube. Maybe 10 people might see it. Tomorrow, 100 people might see it. But your voice is getting out there to say, we do not agree with is fucking going on this is your opportunity now you're not going to be able to bring change about if you sit there and do fucking nothing I mean is that what's going to happen are we just going to sit even though we're doing this podcast now and we're talking about it we're not saying that we're going to rise up we want everybody to meet us in London town we're going to wear the anonymous masks and we're going to mark up to parliament and we're going to say we do not agree with GCHQ we're not doing that how far away are we are we that ignorant and that fucking setting our ways now that we'd rather sit at home eating our fucking genetically modified food maybe having a couple the knocks out, having knocking knocking fuck out your missus in the bedroom and all that bollocks. Are we just that set inclined that we're just not gonna do anything about it? What do we need a good fucking catalyst? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking privatising the NHS. 
Would that take? Would that bring you to the streets? Privatizing the NHS would fucking cause a lot of shit. Would that take you to the streets? It would take me to the streets. Would it take me to the streets? I don't know. Would it, Would you not march? It depends on fucking specifics at the time. Okay, but right. This this basically this is it, right? Uh, the scrapping the national insurance. Uh, everybody in the UK is required to have insurance, like in America. And if you do not have insurance, you cannot go to hospital and get treated. If you walk into a hospital with a broken hand and you do not have insurance, you will not get treated and you will be stuck with a broken limb. And it's going to cost you thirty thousand dollars to oh, get yeah. that repair. Like in the, I, I, I was speaking to uh, Izzy Rock on uh, Twitter months and months ago, and he said we was talking about the price of fuel, and he was saying like uh, for a liter of uh, for a liter of fuel in uh, America, I think it was around five dollars a gallon, something like that. I may, I may not be quoting it right, and I said that well, it's about it's equivalent to nine dollars over here. I know our, our liters of fuel, I know our gallons are a little bit more than the American gallons, aren't they? Yep. So I said it was like nine ten dollars over here, and he said, Do you know what? That's absolutely fucking scandalous. If that was over there, it would, it would be up raw. Yeah. And then he's like, put that. But but you do have a good like healthcare system mm-hmm. over there. If I went in with like appendicitis or a broken arm, it could cost me anything up to like thirty thousand dollars. Imagine that getting really sick, oh. going into a hospital and fucking coming out with a thirty thousand dollar bill. Why would you want to do that to somebody? Like one of your main things as well is uh, there's fucking many fucking cases in America of people. Having to remortgage the house, remortgage this, you know, refinance this, refinance that because like they got cancer, you know, and it's it's either is that because they don't have the right policy? Now I know I, I don't have a fucking clue what the specifics are on Obamacare as they fucking call it. Mm. Um, I know they're on about that his Ob- Obamacare though might fucking backfire; it might push price of health insurance up. Um. But I wonder how much they pay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the average, I'm sure your average American has got to pay about six thousand dollars a year <sighs> to have a decent enough health insurance. Um, now, obviously, your main thing is over there is it's, everything's fucking privatized, isn't it? You, you, their entire fucking healthcare system, you know, their, their entire yeah, that's fucking coming, isn't it? Yeah. Um, their entire healthcare system is fucking privatized, as far as I know. From fucking, you shouldn't have different levels of healthcare. I mean, we are so lucky. I mean, how much? Yeah, I, I'll tell you exactly how how much how much I pay now per week nationally. It'll be insurance. about forty quid, won't it? A week? Nah, no, not on about tax. See, I used to I know, think it'll be about forty quid. National I used insurance. to think that tax used to fucking cover uh, my uh, hospital bills, but it isn't. It's my national insurance. People in this country, if you if you aren't working and uh, you're not paying a national insurance, uh, in this country. We have something that's called the job centre, and you have job seekers allowance. And if you're not working, they have to, you have something that's called stamp. And if you're not working, the government pays your stamp duty. Right, I'm not talking about houses now or anything. Like the government pays your your stamp duty, so you're still entitled to healthcare. So let's say you've been on the dole all your life and you'd never worked a day in your life legally, you're still going to be able to get healthcare. Right now, per week at national insurance, I pay forty pound a week. Oh, that's what a guess. <laughs> It's forty pounds and seven pence a week. That's oh. that's how much I pay national insurance, right? I I I don't have to pay that out of my wages, right? So I never see that automatically out of my wages. Forty pounds comes out. Uh, so uh, what I earn before tax, obviously, is going to be a much higher figure than what I earn after the tax is gone. But I don't necessarily miss that forty pound because I've never had it in my wages at all. But well, the that's... thing is, I get the same amount of fucking care as somebody who's paying. £10,000 a week, national yeah. insurance. How does the national insurance work out? Is it a percentage um, of your wages? It's it's 12% of your wages up to 
£50,000 a year, and then mm-hmm. after that, it's 2%. Oh, is it? So that's even better, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So, so people can be paying, um, I don't know, so people could be paying 500% more than what I'm paying a week national insurance, yeah. and I'm still entitled to the same level of fucking healthcare as what they are. That, yeah. that is the good thing about it. Is it sustainable? I don't know. Can no. they make savings? Probably. Should they privatise it? Absolutely fucking not. No. One of your main things as well to think about as well is that's £40 a week. So you're paying about $3,000 a year, roughly. Yeah, it's um, about two and a half. It's about £2,000 a year. Uh, so it's $3,000 a year, yeah. current exchange rates, just over. But that's not only... I wonder what, percent, what percentage that is the NHS funding. See, what you've got to remember, though, is... That's paying for your national pension as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, what you've got to remember is, though, ladies and gentlemen, I am not missing that money because it's not something that where whenever I get my uh, there's fucking no wage option. slips there's no yeah. option is there but, yeah there is you can opt well, out yeah, of a, yeah. you can in this country you can opt out of national insurance if you uh, if you decide not to pay it uh, but then you've got to pay for your own healthcare and your own pension right uh, but when I get my wages I never look at my top line right? yeah. I always look at my bottom line I know every week how much I'm going to have to myself yeah. and I'm, I'm I happily know that uh, I can walk into a fucking uh, hospital and I can get any fucking treatment I can yeah. go to my GP and I can say listen I've got this this and up with me and uh, I want this this and this sorting yeah. and a couple of years ago uh, the doctors were fine about that I'm sure now they've got to make savings and they're more scrupulous about who they're sending to get yeah. certain procedures done because it might well, not be life threatening things like that I think as well though I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure I uh, think he'd uh, read up on it uh, the other month that if you go into your doctor so many times and you demand it so many times he's got to fucking send you he's got to send you the that's great because it's your fucking it's your he's working for you yeah. if you know what I mean all you've got to say in this country as well is um, one, of Mrs. one of Mrs. Burroughs' friends she's got what's called the lipoma and the lipoma basically is a, a non-aggressive type of tumour it's it's the generic term is a, is a tumour right but it's a lipoma it's not cancerous yeah. and she went to the doctors and it was only a little fucking lump right and uh, the doctor said to her, well, it's only a little bump, it's not really doing any harm to you. And she said to him, it's affecting my mental health and yeah. it's affecting my sex life at home. Uh, you need to get it cut out. And because she said the words, it's affecting my mental health, it yeah. then becomes, is she going to be statistic yeah. to top herself? So well, then he's got a duty occurred to fucking refer her on yeah. to reward. And he like, did, she got, she got it done. My, just quickly, my niece, before we got married, she was, um, she was one of the bridesmaids, right? My niece is at the time was 21 right and she's got no boobs at all right and she wanted the boob job so she heard of one of her friends that uh, if she goes to the doctors and say it's depressing them and getting them down they can get a boob job on the NHS and it's true if you got depression because your tits are that fucking small they'll pay for the tit job <laughs> and then every five years or ten years after that they'll pay five grand and get you a fucking tit job for free mm, um, she didn't go through with it <laughs> um, fuck but he, he, for the for the NHS generally in this country it is fucking good it really is not only that it's it's voted one of the not voted but statistically around the world it's one of the most effective mm. um, healthcare systems in the world yeah and it's one of the cheapest as well really? at the same time um, what's this about trying to rule it out then in New York uh, not New York China China, China, China wants to take um, on the same type of system of what we've got over Ch- China oh, Ch- China want to roll out a similar because it's National right, it's right up there, fucking street, isn't it? National, you know, yeah. Chinese owned. It's right up their street, mm. and they want to roll out something similar. And they have actually officially asked the British government to help them to show them. You know, it gets slated though, doesn't it? 
A lot of American, um, what's the word now, spin doctors say that the NHS is failing and it's dirty yeah. and it's dangerous operations and all that. Yeah. but have you got ever, some have, of the best specialists in the world. Have you ever seen some of the American adverts, though? No. They have adverts for fucking everything. They fucking scream at you. They fucking shove that opinion down your throat. It's fucking going down. I mean, a lot of patients in the UK do get sent to America for, for particular kinds of types of cancer care because in this country, certain t- types of cancer treatment isn't legal. Yeah. Uh, and in America, they are. And... Everybody who who goes over there always say that the the treatment that they get is first class, and I, I don't know anybody who's come back and it's failed. Yeah. So that is one of our downfalls in this country, where we we have I don't know it's it's moral I don't know whether it's moral uh, obligations where we don't want to fuck about with a certain gene. Yeah. So we we're, but we're okay sending it out the country and to pay for that sometimes it's two hundred and fifty thousand. That's what pounds. I mean. It it is expensive. Yeah. Uh, now obviously that's why. Over there, you may arguably, depending on the price as well, you may arguably have a much more expensive operation mm. over there for a better operation, you know, mm-hmm. arguably. Um, but obviously, it's more expensive. Now, obviously, it will be because it's fucking privatised over there, and mm. they, a lot of people over there earn a lot more fucking money than some of ours do, you know, especially doctors, surgeons. Oh, no, I know. Um, I know, I think in the, I can't remember one of the, I was reading, I think it was you, me and you were talking about nurses, yeah. salaries, and I was looking at like a, just a normal nurse, is on like $32,000, like yeah. a, an entry level nurse, um, that's fucking th- crazy, now, what's that work out, oh, about $22,000, yeah. the, 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 it's the same as us though, isn't it? The, the, it's, it's, it's just swings and roundabouts things, but I know your entry level nurses over here, uh, while they're not taking home as much money. They're getting the education for free. Yeah, that's well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you get uh, five hundred pound the bursary. And, and if you and, have a family, and, yeah, and under current prices, that's a lot of fucking money oh, that they're getting for free. You know, but I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying that nurses are paid too much for all that shit. But you, they, they aren't guaranteed a job though. At the end of the no, day, no, no, no. But I'm sure that over here you might be earning fucking about only about six, seven thousand pound or eleven thousand dollars a year take home. Mm. But you will be getting. Fifteen odd thousand dollars worth of education yeah. paid for. You That's won't. True. You won't have that. Um, that is a good thing. If you know what and I mean. You get certain benefits, well, so, and travel and council. So if, if you're training, if you're training to be a nurse over here, you are technically on more money than your American counterpart. Yeah. But as soon as you go into the real game, you are on shit money compared yeah. to them. Especially when they have nurses that go well up to the six figures yeah. very quickly. Saying that, we have some of our own equivalent that go to fucking. Stupid desk jockeys. Well, um, there's a, a a role in the NHS called a chief nurse, right? And uh, she's on quarter of a million, or she, I don't know if she's still there now, but she's on quarter of a million pounds, yep. and she's classed as a teacher nurse. She isn't clinical, she isn't hands-on, but official title is chief nurse. Yeah. Um. Now, still, at the moment, you know, the NHS is a very proud thing. A lot of British people are very proud of the NHS. The Prime Minister's um, behind it. He said that his son... Has he got autism or something like that? Is he autistic or multiple sclerosis? Multiple sclerosis. I don't think he's autistic. I think he's got multiple sclerosis. And he said that his treatment's been on the NHS and he knows how important it is yeah. to the British British um, people. I've bought that, that he doesn't want to touch it, but fucking Andrew Langsley, the former health secretary, he was fucking... He was looking at that like a fucking well, motherfucker. One of, your, one of your main things, though, with Cameron is that while... While I have faith in Cameron and his policies, do I have faith in his party? Do you have faith in what are his policies? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, like, I have faith that he wants to back up all his policies and his promises and all his shit. But as his party's shown, he might make a decision and say, "I want to do that," 
And his party goes, no. Can you give us an example? Well, you had the... Let's go around the, the phone hacking scandal. That's a good one. When when they wanted to bring out the statute law on news or whatever, Cameron did not want to touch it. He did not want to pass any fucking law. He wanted it to be self-regulated. Yeah, freedom press, of the press, yeah. All that shit. And because his party didn't want it and because his party rebelled against him, it had to go to a Commons vote. The Commons ended up voting for a compromise, so it's a part law. I think it's a royal royal, royal that's right. statute. Something yeah, like that's right, yeah. Um, so it, it's a halfway. It's halfway to regulating the press. Yeah, uh, yeah. And what is it? The crown's over the press now, yeah, or something, something like that. But the crown doesn't have any. Yeah. Won't ever get involved in it. And obviously now it's still not even been fully passed yet. Anyway, but where are we up to? Uh, I think it's in the Lords. I think I think it's going through some other fucking stupid, is it? stupid. Th- well, you know what the Lords like? They've got to fucking vote three times, and one third of them have got Alzheimer's by then. So you've got to fucking re-vote it because they're yeah. fucking all falling asleep if, in the fucking chairs. Yeah, everything. it's funny that uh, the Parliament wanted to reform Lords, and Lords had to vote on it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lords went, Do you know what? You're nuts. You're not going to reform us. We're going to vote no. You want to do what? You want to yeah. give us less people getting paid? Nah. Sorry, sorry, love. Sorry about but, that. Like. But with that one, that's just a good example that Cameron, his official promise was, we want a free press, we don't want this, we don't want that, blah, blah, blah. But, obviously, which is quite right, in theory, for a democracy, is that his own parliament, you know, the, the, the whole parliament as a whole, rebelled against that. And in the end, it got passed against what he wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, but, that's my specific point, is that Cameron might want something. Cameron might want to protect the NHS, what does all the Parliament want? No, that's one of the main problems. If all the par- if if more, if a majority, guess? I think at the moment any fucking anybody with the head screwed on wouldn't touch the NHS with a fucking barge pole. But it will take us, it will bring us on the streets. I'm telling you yeah. now, mate. If it, if they do the NHS, that that will put me on the streets. That I'm telling you tomorrow. Fuck but, it. Uh, if they say we're privatising the NHS, and I used to think I was alone on this, but I'm no, I'm not. There's so many fucking not extremists. What's the word? Anarchists out there that will fucking drum this up like a motherfucker. Yeah. They'd be doctors and they'd be nurses and they'd be fucking aristocrats and they'd be the common man and they'd be the wealthy man, the working man together marching in our millions, a million people marched in Great Britain when we went to war in Iraq. What in Iraq? One million people in Great Britain marched. That is fucking, that is an outstanding number that to say, we do not agree with this. All right, they fucking still went into the Iraq and we're still basically there in some capacity now. But We're there till April. So wait, next year. But if they privatise the NHS, I really do think that will really fucking that will bring the mid, that will bring about fucking ten percent, but ten percent of the UK out on the streets, yeah. and we'll be that angry. I, I, I do think people will just start fucking shit up. Yeah, I do. I do think. I think they'll fucking they'll pick at the train lines, they'll pick at the public services, they'll pick at the fucking fuel pumps, they'll pick at fucking nobody will be able to drive around on the motorways. The lorry drivers will be out. The ambulance drivers won't be out. I'm saying that though. You sent me something, another fucking link on the Times the other day about doctors and consultants uh, are considering we pay... Top-up NHS. Top-up NHS fees. Yeah. So certain procedures you would have to pay for, that they can't have, work. They, that's like a that's like a fucking gateway yeah. into privatisation. They haven't said what procedures yet, but as the article stated, was that there's a massive amount of concern out there that that would be the gateway to a multi-tier system yeah. with the NHS. So basically... You are poor person. You get all this healthcare for free, yeah. but this stuff 
is you got to pay some money. So only rich people can get this, yeah. you know. And that's when it starts. That's when you end up on the fucking the American route. Do we know if the argument is obese and people who are smokers? Is that what they're targeting at? Because we know at the moment obesity in the UK is costing the NHS what two billion pounds a year. A lot. Expecting to rise to five by twenty twenty five. Five billion pounds, yep. which is working out about one percent, not one percent, five and a half percent of the budget, something yep. like that. Um, the should they have to pay? Should fat fucks have to they've, pay? They, they, they've not made any specifics about what the policy was going to be. If you know what I mean, um, would that be the route they'd be going down though? Like self-inflicted I, I, shit. I, I, I think that would be the route they'd advertise. But you know, do you agree with that? No. Why? Well, well, obesity uh, is a massive fucking drain. Well, is obesity an illness? No. Is it not? No, I don't think it is, personally. Uh, is it disease? <sighs> no. <laughs> right, so it's self-inflicted. Yeah. What? I know some place, I'm sure, Holton, if you're obese, they give you free, gy- free gym memberships. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm already. sure. If you're obese or, you, or you're depressed as well, because they don't want to put you on medication, another great thing in the UK, even though in the in England we've got to pay for our prescriptions, get this, uh, rest of the world, uh, Ireland, Wales and Scotland, if you need to pick up a prescription, they're free. You get medication for free. Imagine what? that. Can what, you imagine what, what, that? What do we have to pay for our prescription now? Is it 14 quid? Something like no, that. No, each one item is £7.63. Right, yeah. It goes up 10% every fucking year. Guaranteed 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 
the certain people obviously have serious issues, you know, as in not just being a fat bastard and wanting to eat everything. You know, I'm going that way myself, like, but, you know, <laughs> the, the, there are certain people who might have an official, you know, problem. And I don't mean as in, you know, oh, I've got the fat gene, you know, I've got, I mean, as in somebody who might. Got a slow, got a slow metabolism. You know, somebody who, who, like, literally loses the plot, you know, completely loses the plot and fucking over the space of five years eats everything, you know. Right. Right, you know, serious psychological shit. Yeah. You know, right? Okay. How do you how would you tackle something like that then? You know. So you're going down the psychological route then, aren't you? Saying that no. they, they obviously need extra help or counselling. No. But is is it is it right then to restrict them of the help that they need? No, well, that's what I mean. Oh, you know, it is a fucking fine line to walk, isn't no. it? When you start dicing with that shit. I, I hope I, it I, never to, comes. To, 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 to be honest with you, I think regardless of how much it ended up costing. It wouldn't matter because if it ended up costing such a massive amount that they'd have to increase costs for it, I think yeah. by then, it, by then they'd have to bring something out, you know, some kind of fucking scheme out to stop people from being fucking fat to us. I mean, what's what's the uh, what's the problem with obesity at the moment, right? Apart from the fact that the the nation's getting fatter, uh, I can't remember the the actual figures, but the, there's a high percentage of the UK now that are, are classed as clinically obese, mm-hmm. right? And that's worked out on BMI as well. So even though they might not look obese, the BMI turns around and says, well, you, you, clinically, you're registered as, as obese, right? The knock-on effects of that is they've had to reinforce ambulances, haven't they? Yep. They've had to make, they've had to reinforce certain stretches. They've had to reinforce certain beds. MRIs. MRI machines, yeah. Uh, Fire brigade now have got a health and safety issue when they're trying to carry people out uh, on stretches and all that because you you can injure other people. Um, They're fucking having to knock down, on rare occasions, they're having to knock down walls and basically... Basically, yeah, they're calling it a harness. It's not a harness. It's a fucking crane to lift people out and get into reinforced vehicles. So the the NHS are having to invest across the board. They don't just have like fat beds. It's like yeah. every every bed now has to be extra reinforced just yeah. in case that they they uh, they have to they have to put somebody in it. Because in the NHS, a bed is a bed is a bed is a bed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, a bed is basically a fucking is a has got a power sign over. An asset. It's an asset exactly. Yeah. As soon as that gets filled, the fucking the penny starts adding up. So they've had to do it across the board and yeah. all the fucking beds at the moment. I mean, what else does it? What else comes from fucking uh, obesity? Then you got diabetes, haven't you? So is that putting a strain on the? Producing insulin. Well, I, mean, you, I know it's a natural thing that the body survives, but yeah. are you putting more strain on the yeah. fucking the well, on the insulin? With, fucking. I, I think I think with obesity, it's it's like the triple whammy of everything, isn't it? You've got fucking heart. You've got heart disease, diabetes, fucking being generally fucking fat anyway, breathing difficulties, yeah. fucking All you the know, arteries with, clogging yeah, up, bad fucking, feet as well. You know, strokes. You know. Um, You've got everything, haven't you? You know, uh, it affects people a lot of people's knees as well. So it's not just the fact one of them cans. Yeah, it's not just the fact that that's what I brought around there. For it's not just the fact that uh, you need the gas dip band. It's all the additional things that come with it as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, I hope that the day doesn't come when I'm dead fucking fat. If you know what I mean, you know. Each time I've fucking whacked weight on, I've managed to lose it. Now at the moment, I'm on a bit of a. Uh, <laughs> A slow one. I've I've had the wait now for a year, like because I'm lazy. But I'm gonna have to lose it for the wedding. I've got to lose it for the wedding. I did. I lost a stone for the wedding. 
I played football twice a week and I was eating healthily. Well, I've not been eating healthy. Soccer to our American viewers. For about a year and a half, I've not been eating healthy at all. Well, you've tried though, mate. You have tried. You have brought the shit into work, but you just ordered a takeaway. (laughs) I know. Um, But when it comes to it, I know I can do it, if you know what I mean. Mm. And I know that last time it only took me, if you remember, it only took me two months last time. The problem is though, mate, food's delicious. I know. It depends what food is. Okay. That Mackey's here before it was fucking... I, I know I'm not fucking giving any faith to the fucking viewers here about my... Uh, diet. But, yeah, my diet. Fucking, your know, McDonald's, Coke, fudge cake. I've got half a fudge cake downstairs. Um, Seven but, pound fudge cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... That's weight, not cost. <laughs> you know, I remember last time I lost fucking three and a half stone in about three months. That's you know, really I did good, it. man. Um, you know, but obviously I really worked for that. I know I could do it again. Well, at the moment, I just can't be asked. I noticed there's a lot of dust on your treadmill. Yeah, That I thing's know. not turned on for a fucking while, isn't it? I know. I didn't know you had the treadmill, you know, mate. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a fucking couple, a couple of goals on that. Um, it's one of them fucking self-powered ones. No electricity in it. you got to push it yourself. You know? Really? Yeah, it's fucking really hard. 10, 10 degree gradient. With a 10 degree gradient on that, it's something like 25% harder than actually running outside. Um, that's why I set it up like that. Can you set it up any other way? No, there's no electricity supply oh, it f- to it. Fuck all. How much was that? Uh, it was free. I got it off a fucking relative. I think it was. Did you? Yeah. That sounds like the worst treadmill ever to fucking it's raise hard. the land. I would, I would want a fucking proper treadmill, mate. We are spoiled, aren't we? We do have many freedoms. We have oh, yeah. the freedom to fucking binge out and get fat. I mean, in some countries, mate, where they don't have that fucking luxury, do we? I you mean, is that get, what we sacrifice? Starving. Yeah, that's true. Is, is that what we sacrifice uh, by letting everybody fucking spy on us? Because we've got a such a comfortable lifestyle at the moment, we could fuck it. I'm going out to get me fucking burger. I'm going to go out, get me burger. The government could spy on me if, I want, if they want, because I'm not doing anything wrong, and I'm just going to live my life exactly how I want to be it. On saying that, though, there was a oh God, many years ago a school got in touch with the social services because a young girl of five years of age uh, was. Uh, they had like I don't know the shit where they come round and weigh you and all that bullshit in school she was only five and they classed her as obese right she wasn't fat she was just tall for her age do you know what I mean and a BMI made, put her in the overweight category yeah. she looked like a normal five year old fucking girl but and they contacted social fucking services that is fucking hypocrisy gone fucking mad have, have, have you ever actually fucking typed shit in on the BMI things no I bet you any money you'd be obese on it I bet you that medical, that medical that we had in work yeah. last year, last uh, April or whatever it was, I was 3% underweight. Mm-hmm. Because of my height and my weight, I was 3% underweight. I, I said to the guys that I put on three stone additionally, and they worked it all out, and they measured me twice, and they come back and said, uh, your BMI's 27%, and you should be 30% body fat. I looked at them and said, are you fucking joking? They said, no, because of your height, you're 3% underweight. Oh, fucking hell, I don't want to put on 3% more body fat. You see, I'm a... I'm, I know I'm high up there on the BMI thing at the moment. How tall um, are you? Six. I'm six, I'm six foot. Um, I'm a, yeah, but I'm a bit heavier than you, though. Come roll. Just a couple of ladies chatting here. What are you rocking in at the moment? I'm currently £238. What's, right that, now. Old, what's that in old money? In old money, that is... 100, 107 kilograms. I don't. I, that means fuck all to me. What is it in British stones and pounds? <laughs> fucking pounds. 17 stone four, 17 stone three. Well, you're under like 18 stone, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I, what am I? I'm f- I was 16 and I'm 15, 5 now, something like that. Um. The, my ideal weight is. I look best when I was 12 and a half stone. 
I was uh, when I lost all that weight. I was down to twelve then. Was you? Um, you what? It fucking dropped off you like I that. Know. I can remember. I can remember literally you going off shift and coming back in, and I had like a, like a week off, and you come back in. And I fucking can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe I was it. fucking doing really well then. You know, weight wise and everything. I was fucking having the right fucking laugh. Um, See, d- when you get in though off a 12 hour shift and you've been up since 5 o'clock in the morning, the last thing you want to do after you get in, it's like half past 6 at night, you want to have a shot, you want to have something to eat, fucking wind down for a bit and then before you know it, it's 8 o'clock and you're fucking knackered yeah. and you've got to start running and all that and then it's 10 o'clock and you haven't had fucking hell. See, I can do it quite well, but I've got to make sure the second I'm in this fucking house, you start doing I'm shit. doing it. I'm doing it first. Was you eating stuff beforehand, though, to, to give yourself, like, the protein and the energy to work uh, out? More often than not, if I was doing a workout, I'd eat two bananas half an hour before. That was it. Two bananas, a lot of energy. Two bananas, bam, workout. Usually and, about an hour. And that's all you needed was two bananas. It fucking worked, though. You yeah, but three was, and a half stone. Like. Yeah, yeah, but I could eat a fucking horse afterwards, though. And I usually would. But one of the main things for me was to try and eat as much lean stuff as possible you know lean chicken lean beef lean you're not a fan of the atkins diet then no no definitely not um like now you see one of the main things is at the moment now i'm back on the diet now after me festival Mm. minus the fudge cake downstairs but it was my birthday last week (laughs) um the i'm back on the diet now like like so like today in work i had a proper portion of crunchy nut cornflakes, right. you know, mm. 35 grams, yeah. you know, like it says on the box, about that much fucking cereal for all the fucking viewers. Mm. Um, I had that at 6 o'clock when I got in work. Mm. 9 o'clock, I had a banana and okay. a little cake bar. Uh, 12 o'clock, I had a piece of chicken with sweet corn, See, peas and carrots good. Sounds with, good. Uh, with a bit of gravy. 3 o'clock, I had soup, two pieces of bread. Nah, bread, let you down, um, there, mate. Lay down. Then, then it was going to be going to have homemade pizza with garlic bread. Um, but then I kind of went McDonald's. Um, <laughs> Which was, it was a big tasty as well, so it's like a thousand calories with the burger on alone. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I, I, technically, actually, I'm still under it today. Probably not now that I've had a can of Coke, which probably got fucking God knows what in it. God bless fucking Coca-Cola. And that was one of the most fucking horrible things in the world for you to drink because of the amount of sugar in there. But it's fucking delicious when you have it with a meal. It tastes fantastic. When you have it with a meal, it tastes absolutely fantastic. When it's fucking boiling and you get a cold one. Yeah. Um, see, I've read statistics that have said that Diet Coke is worse for you than Coke. You know, yeah, your body automatically produces the sugar that you're missing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the problem is with Coke is all the additional shit that's inside it. Have you ever left a can of Coke... Uh, for or pulled a can of coke on like an, an old penny. That penny comes out shining like it a does. motherfucker. It's it's acidic as fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do. I, to be honest with you, I think I do actually have a bit of a problem with fizzy pop. I think I do. I think drink I drink. Water, man. F- I think I drink far too much fizzy pop. When I lost all that weight, I wasn't touching fizzy pop at all. That's my third liter of water. I was, a day. I was drinking just water at the time. Third liter of water, 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 water today is water. great for the metabolism. You know, it kicks off that mat- metabolism like a motherfucker. In the morning, I wake up, I have a bowl of cereal and I drink a pint of water, and my yeah. fucking metabolism is going like a motherfucker. I truly believe if I wasn't drinking the like two liters of water a day, I'd be at least eighteen stone yeah. now. Yeah. How do we get from fucking government spying on to being fat? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Are you free, Deck? Do you feel free? Yes. At the moment. 
Even though all the fuckery that's going on in the world today. Yeah. Will Edward Snowden get assassinated? No. Will he make it to Cuba? It depends, really. It, it it depends if he's actually... I know Putin said he's still in Russia, but... Well, why is he in Russia, then? Is he there under arrest? Are the Russians like, trying to extort as much information as possible from him? Because um, no. he's going to be there. No. Do you not think well, so? He, he, if he's security, he's, the, well, the security services, surely that they're going to be trying to tear him apart like a motherfucker? Well, they've said, haven't they, that, that allegedly they're supposed to have picked him apart already. Um, whether or not he the has... Russians? Or, yeah, whether or not he has, I don't know, but... If he's in, the, supposedly, if he's in the transit part of the airport, the Russians can't do anything officially. Well, um, still Russian soil, isn't it? Well, it, it, it's it's a fucking complicated one, isn't it? Until I've been in said situation, I don't really know exactly what people are capable of. And, and you have been there close a few times. <laughs> yeah, with my fucking massive spy lifestyle. Yeah. I think that um, if he does make it to Ecuador and then finally Cuba or whatever his final resting place is going to be, uh, I think there'll be a time where he'll hand himself in. I think there always comes a time. But it happened with Ronnie Biggs. Ronnie Biggs was a great train robber uh, in, the, I think it was the 70s or early 80s. They robbed a Royal Mail train that was carrying £1.5 million pounds worth a lot, of, yeah. of old money, which back in, back in the, like the, the, was it the 60s or something like that? Or 70s. The, the 70s or whatever it was, right? £1.5 million pounds was like the equivalent to like £30 million pounds nowadays. It, yeah. it was a lot of fucking money. And a couple of them got caught, a couple of them died, and Ronnie Biggs, he fucked off to Brazil. He lived in Brazil from the age of like, uh, his mid to late 20s, well up into his 60s, and he contracted cancer. And he came back to the UK, and as soon as he got off the plane in the United Kingdom, there was no statue, statue of liabilities or limitation or anything like that. He got busted as soon as he was back on the British soil. Because he was dying, he wanted to be in the UK. Yeah. So it took maybe it took a fucking major event for him to come back, but I think no matter how long you're in exile, after all the years have passed and you start getting older and you've done all the fucking you can, you can and your dick's dead and... Uh, you're there by yourself in a fucking foreign country and it's going to shit. You're going to want to come back. And I think yeah. he'll come back. I think he'll break it. He'll miss his lifestyle. I mean, he's obviously thought about all this before he's gone away, hasn't he? He knows what he's going to do. He, he can't even he can't even have nightmares to what the, could possibly happen to him if he gets incarcerated in America. One, he might have an arsehole like the Mersey Tunnel and be fucked every night. Or I don't know what's worse. Being fucked by Leroy and fucking Jay and uh, Julian and fucking prisoner cell block H, or being in solitary confinement in a room that's six by four foot wide, no window, bright lights yeah. playing, fucking that is terrifying. That. That's what you don't want if, to do. If, is if, it? He, if he manages to get away, I suppose one of the handy things he's got is that he's going to be leading to a certain degree, a certain amount of freedom. Yeah. Compared, the, the CIA will go and visit com- him compared know? to Bradley Manning, who's probably going to get out when he's about fifty. Um, is he going to get out? Has he been sentenced? He's not been sentenced yet. He's only oh, no. now just gone to court, hasn't he? Like yeah, but, public yeah, but, court. Yeah, but even, even, even then, it's not a proper fucking court, though, is it? You know, it's still a whole closed-off thing. There's no jury. There's no fucking. Um, I can't remember the exact thing behind, it, but it's not. It's it's one of these specific. Isn't that a breach of somebody's human rights? Why is it? America, just... The Americans don't need to go. You can't get done for it. Although you can do. We only refer to. Breaching human rights over here because the EU has a law for human rights. Nowhere else has it. They don't have them. They they don't have any. The countries have their own specific 
law for your rights. You know, not human rights, but your rights itself. But a lot of them have sub clauses that fucking rule it out. Whereas we've got you, we've got an actual human rights, you know, court of law. You know. So if uh, let's say somebody from the British military did expose, uh, here's an example for you. There was an SAS. Um, Mass, there was an SAS sergeant who brought a present back into the UK. Which I remember was, Nightingale. Yeah, ni- yeah, uh, which was a weapon that was presented to him by uh, the Iraqi army for uh, services that he did training up the Iraqi army. It shows the Iraqi security force, right? They clubbed together and he was presented at an official salary like a, a, a sidearm from the Iraqis, right? Now, he brought that back into the UK with ammunition and he didn't declare it or hand it in. He just brought it back into the UK. Now, uh, that took on a criminal role then because he had a firearm, an unlicensed firearm in the yep. UK with live ammunition. That was a civil fucking... Uh, civil criminal offence, that wasn't it? That wasn't a court-martial. If that was in America, would that have went civil? Or do you think the fucking DOD or the FBI would have just busted him? And all of his fucking rights and Fifth Amendment would have just been scrapped? Well, if I remember right with him, they did him in a military court, didn't they, at first? And then he appealed it. Then he sub-appealed it again onto another court, didn't he, or something like that. And then he got let off in the end, didn't he? He did get let off. But now, they did actually say it a couple of weeks ago, the prison... Not the prison, the military court. Ministry of Defence. Some fucking sub-court, the sub-court is, is opening it up again. Why? Let's have a look at it. Fucking fuck knows. I mean, the, the story behind it as well, he didn't just bring... All right, he brought the, the weapon into the country, but apparently he's, um, he uh, got severe um, brain trauma, so yeah. it affected his mental health as well, didn't it? Well, and it gave him blackouts. Whether that's whether that's just the angle he's going for or not, I don't yeah. know. But that's the official story. Like my, 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 I remember reading it at the time, like saying that he was having fucking problems with blackouts and mental health problems and all that shit. And I remember thinking to myself, he might just be doing it to get off type of thing. More than likely, in my opinion, he's probably brought it back as you would because yeah. it, it was a present to you, and you, you know, he's probably brought it back. And then proud, he's using, you know, said excuse to try and get off with it. But yeah. to me. He's done nothing wrong because nah, you know, yeah. you know. Even though in the eyes of the law, though, he's out, he's got live yeah. ammunition in the house yeah. with it and it's unlicensed. But you're an SAS soldier. You're trained to be the best of the best in the world. He doesn't, need, what a, it he is. doesn't need a fucking pistol. With no, fucking he doesn't bullets. need a pistol. And all right, he had kids in his house, but as far as, far as we're led to believe, it was contained. It was in a lockbox and it was away, far out of prying eyes. Like kids can't just stumble upon it. The service that he did for his country, uh, what he's done, God knows what. God knows what he's done that isn't in the public eye. He's probably he's put himself on the line. He's put himself in situations for the Queen, which is basically what you're doing it for, aren't you? For your country, for uh, national security, and because he's got presented a firearm, they're willing to forget every all the good that he's done, and they want to criminalise him and put yep. him to jail. That's absolutely fucking scandalous. The guy's a fucking hero. Have you I've seen pictures of his family and uh, and him, and it's just, it just must be a constant fucking weight over his shoulder. His wife is fit though. <laughs> well done, Ben. Fucking last person you want to piss off, fucking SAS fucking yeah, officer or whatever. True. Fucking next thing you know, you'll be fucking sat there and fucking sneaking the bed and all that. <laughs> um. But like in all seriousness, type of thing, it, it it's one of the things, isn't it, of the law 
plowing on regardless, yeah. you know, autopilot, the same fucking thing. But why like, did he get all let off with it last time? Was it because of his military record or did he just look at it? Because they couldn't have said, oh, he's no, not well, guilty, he didn't do it. He got, did sen- he got sent down for it, didn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And he failed in the appeal court. Then obviously his missus... Jumped up support. Jumped, got support up and then it all came out in the public eye and then it got... That's right, that's right, yeah. He got sent on to a, 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 a public court then, didn't yeah. it? Of appeal. Um, did they release it on the dis- diminished responsibility on medical grounds then? Because it was psychological. I can't remember what it was. It, it, they never found him not guilty, but they pardoned him, pardoned him did of they? some sort or something Full like that. Full military discharge and all that. Yes, so, so they never officially said, you've not done anything wrong. They officially said, well, we'll let you off, you know. Really? It was something along them lines. I tell you what, though, it would have been somebody somewhere saying, this isn't right, this has broke the law, you need to look at this again. And some fucking liberal has said, well, yeah, he has broke the law, we've got to look at it again. Is he dangerous? Trained? Yeah, he is. Does he want to leave a normal lifestyle? Yes, he does, because he's got a family. What he done is wrong. Don't punish him for it. Don't send an SAS hero to jail after the shit he's done for the fucking country. These things, it's hard, isn't it? Because we live in a democracy. Everybody's got to be treated the same. But the main thing is that... <sighs> you, you obviously, you've got all the respect for all your military personnel. You know, who fight and all, all the shit that goes with it. I think you've got a next level of respect for SAS officers, though, no, no, no. because the I wonder best, what I wonder what the fuck sure. I wonder what the fuck the mortality rate is for being an SAS officer for ten years, like he was. I wonder what the fuck the mortality rate is. I wonder what the percentage is that he would, that he, sh- he should have been dead by then. It's probably quite low, you I bet, know. I, I bet it's I bet it's double figures, though. Do you think so? I reckon it's double figures. I percent. don't think so, you know, because because. The, I know the, there's no amount of training you can do to literally dodge a bullet, but because they don't go around in army fatigues all the time and in a big fucking uh, in a big fucking legion or platoon or anything like that, yeah. uh, they literally go around in one, two, three, four, five gangs of guys uh, carrying out their missions. So it's only when really they get pinned down and targeted that that maybe they, that it doesn't get published a lot on the news, doesn't it? When a when a SAS soldier dies, well, I don't know whether that's as, as far as as far as I know. Unanimously with most of your special forces around the world, they die in training exercises. Unanim- that, unanimously, oh. you know, I think it is one of them fucking things. But it'd be interesting to know what the mortality rate is. The SAS. Don't forget though, one of the main things is that I'm talking about percentage here. There's not exactly loads of the fuckers. I was just about to say that. I'm sure there's only. I'm sure it's there's less than a thousand SAS. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the barracks is something like 800 personnel. Also, there's like. an SAS barracks, is there? Yeah, there's, there's a very. That's a bit sp- fucking stupid, isn't it's, it? Put well, them all in one fucking place. It's not where they are, but it's where they're represented. Right. It's where all the plaques are. All right. the dead SAS soldiers are there. Right. Okay. You know, because okay. obviously, not only that, the barracks was officially like um, their home. If you know what I mean, yeah. from when they were set up during World War Two and all that shit. Because obviously, people are quite passionate about the SAS anyway, yeah. especially over here. Um, you know, that's who we send in if there's ever any terrorist fucking activity in the UK. I mean, look at the... Um, was it 1982 when the embassy, the Iranian embassy, come under siege and they sent in the SAS there to... It was 82, yeah. Yeah, to take control. And that police... Uh, the police lady got shot. The police... Mm-hmm. WPC, a young one, only 23. She got uh, she got killed in the... I'm sure she was on I, the streets thought, as well. I thought that was Libyan, that. Was it the Libyan embassy? It might yeah. have been the Libyan embassy. I know, I, I, I know what you're on about. There was a Libyan embassy big fuck up but there was an Iranian embassy one as well that the SAS stormed yes. and you could see it on live video I've right. seen the video of it would that get the, would that get televised now 
That's a fucking complicated one, that. Yeah. It'd depend, wouldn't it, really? Well, do you remember when Raoul Malt was driving yeah, around the hell, Newcastle yeah. shooting all the cops? Yeah. That was televised, wasn't it? Quite heavily, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was photographs coming out. See, the police... The do police you know, fucking... Do you know that police fellow, the one who shot him with the taser? Taser, yeah. On the front of the paper, like that. <laughs> do you know what's ironic about that? Though? Three days later, they blurred his face out. Uh, he that fucking, fucking terrifying not, him on that picture. It was it was in the middle of shouting at somebody to get back, wasn't he? And he just got him and yeah. was like... <laughs> got him in the worst part. He just looked like a fucking nutter. I tell you what, that was a mess, that from start to finish, wasn't it? Uh, they used oh, a yeah. taser that wasn't sanctioned for police force. They use a, it was an experimental taser that hasn't that wasn't given the green light, was it, to use uh, to use out in public. Like, what's the word now? Not commission it. Yeah, like, commission it for, for operational use. It was still in, like, the, the testing stage. Yeah. And uh, all the fucking cops had it. They actually deployed that uh, taser, you know. And, and it did. failed. Oh. It failed on him. And then he oh. fucking shot himself. The... All because saying of that, a bird, all because of a fucking woman. I know, I remember. Um, saying that, a couple of, uh, f- the last five or so years, there's been a couple of little things like that, hasn't there? Well, do you remember Derek Bird, the taxi yeah, driver, the, driving around the, the, fucking the Lake District? Cum- Cumbria, yeah. He was just, people were just taking a piss out of him, weren't they? Yeah. Joel, um, there was a, a chap in the UK called uh, Derek Bird, he was a taxi driver. And basically, he just had a fucking enough of life. And in the countryside... A lot of farmers have fucking guns. I know uh, everybody thinks that the UK has got tough gun laws, right? But this is how easy it is to get a gun in the UK. If you have got a clean criminal record, you can apply for a gun license for sporting purposes. Not for fucking, not for fucking protection or anything like that. But you can have uh, a shotgun in your house and handguns in your house in a locked cabinet. Uh, you get interviewed once a year by the police. They come out to your house and inspect they, them. Dave Marsh did it as well. Dave they, Marsh had three shotguns they, in his house. Uh, they actually scrapped the handgun thing after that. Was it Dunblane massacre? Oh, so you can't have handguns now. The, the handgun, you can have like gas pistols, something like that, but you can't have a full handgun now. Can you not? It's almost impossible under oh. any law. All right, but you can get shotguns, can't yeah, you? Shotguns you, 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 yeah, shotguns. Piece. I know about five people with shotguns. Yeah, that's how easy it is, and a shotgun can do as much damage as a fucking pistol. All right, it can hold two. It can only hold two guards, can't it? Yeah, it's gonna fucking blow, blow whoever the hell it was to bits. Yeah, but you've got a good nine, ten minutes before the fucking five are gonna turn up. So yeah. that's how easy it is. As long as you've got a clean record, you can get a shotgun in the UK. This chap, Derek, I say this chap, this monster, Derek Bird, he was he was just fed up with life. He was getting the piss tape that uh, took out of him. And it was it was driving around the countryside and he was just fucking blowing people away. Now, the part of the countryside where he was driving around is a nuclear power plant. And the nuclear power plants in the UK... Um, are protected by nuclear police. Yeah, nuclear police. It's actually a physical police force who protect it. They don't have like armed guards. It's but like an actual a security clearance, fucking military police type shit. Yeah, but it's civilian police uniforms. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it's they are civilian, but they're like a next level up. You yeah, know, they're, they're and they're up, all armed. They're yeah. all heavily armed. I mean, I mean, uh, they, this is the type of police who have like uh, the same weapons as like SWAT team in America yeah. have. They have, uh, I think, they have. Do they, they have better weapons? Say better, more heavily. Um, more aggressive weapons than SO19, which is the armed police in the UK. Yep. Derek Bird was driving around shooting people, and what the mili- and what the uh, and what the nuclear police thought was it was a diversion tactic 
uh, to get people to get the police and I think it was Sellafield, isn't it? Is isn't it? Yeah. To get the police at Sellafield out of the refinery so it could be under a terrorist attack. So they just went into fucking lockdown. They yeah. didn't go at all. The nuclear police only have authority within two miles around their planet. Yeah, they, you know, like they can arrest something, which is pretty weird because you're yeah. a cop around here. At the end of the day, you should be able to bust anybody wherever yeah. you are. But the jurisdictions well, are two I, miles I remember around. actually a good few years ago looking at the that type of idea you know to go for a job or whatever I never ended up following it through like but it was um if i remember rightly you do not work for police forces That's or correct. your local you work for the mod you are for the, it's the directly ministry of defense well on the badge it's the ministry of defense is it the mod yeah. police well do you know the port of dover the yes. port of dover has the port of dover police force yeah do you know who pays their wages the port of dover doesn't come out of the funds of uh, the funds of the the crown. Doesn't yeah. come out of the funds of the government. It's not the government who pays it. It's actually it's actually a private police force. They've got the same cars. They've got mm-hmm. the same powers of arrest. It's still the same jurisdiction, like two miles around uh, the port of Dover. Uh, they class this police, but they're actually, it's actually a corporation police. You know, yeah. I don't know whether they make if they can make money doing parking tickets, but they have the same powers of arrest. They have the same ranks as normal police officers. They look like normal police officers, but that is a private corporation police force. The, uh, have you ever have you ever been to a Barrow in the Lake District? In Furness, no. Yeah, it puts the shit up. Yeah, Barrow oh. in Furness. In case you didn't already know. The uh, main base in England for building nuclear submarines is the yeah that's right and literally yeah. you've and then got put them out in the Clyde don't you, they? you've got like literally you've got like your town this big this is Barrow and Furnace and around half the town is this fucking wall that's about forty feet high no shit me no <laughs> Barrow and Furnace has got a forty foot wall around it. around about half of it because on that other on the other side of that wall is the nuclear is the BAE systems. Nuclear submarine building facility. I've been there myself twice. Like, what do you mean, been there? Uh, well, once was drafted in for your experience. Yeah, <laughs> but once, once, once was for work, and the other time was for going to the lit street. Generally, you can't fucking miss it. You go along residential street, residential wall. It's just dirt, and it's fucking massive. Not only that, it also helps as well. That most people fucking borrowing furnace are a bit, a bit fucking backwards. Like you know, are they? Uh, there's something not right up there at all. It's all a bit yokel. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's got anything to do with the fucking nuclear reactor getting built next door. Like, but um, officially they'd say it's not. Right. Uh, you must be able to find pictures of it. Barrow and Furnace? Uh, of the Barrow and Furnace. Oh, mate, it will just slow this computer fucking down. Right. It's using all of its process power that it can to fucking... To, to keep us live on the new stream at the moment. I didn't know that uh, Barrow was fucking sealed off, you know. And I thought they built the submarines on the Clyde. No, it's not It's not sealed off, but the base is itself. But it's ma- that big, it fucking dwarfs the town. Uh, yeah, I'll show you now. Where's the picture? Is this Trident nuclear submarines, is it? It's pretty much, as far as known, nearly every nuclear submarine that's made in Britain. Are still building submarines then? They mustn't... Yeah, well, they're still building submarines. Not only that, don't forget those BE systems. Oh, when you mean nuclear, them. you mean nuclear powered? Yeah, nuclear powered. Oh, submarines. right, so not, no, not nuclear. They're not building nuclear missiles, right. <laughs> But they are building the nuclear subs themselves, you know, nuclear powered subs. I'll tell you what, one uh, thing that the Americans got right, uh, the aircraft carriers are yep. nuclear powered and ours are diesel fucking powered, and they shouldn't, they shouldn't fucking do that. Yeah. Um, See, right. that's the Clyde, that. Trident, I'm sure Trident's, but look at that, it's aggressive. That's look at right. that! That's like literally on the side of fucking barrowing furnace. Um, oh, what the fuck! There's a fucking boss picture that you can find, um, which just basically fucking screams 
What? Is, yeah, there we go. That's, that's like the smallest picture on the fucking planet. I want to. I'm not seeing forty foot walls here, Declan. Hang on. Search tools. Size large. What have you typed in? Yeah, hang on. What's that part of a submarine going oh, through the street? Fucking twat. He's not found. Yeah, look, that's the base there. Holy fuck. This these are the main fucking streets of battle. What first. is that? Is that like nuclear reactors or something where they <laughs> refine the uranium? Fuck no. That's all what that looks like. It does look like a nuclear building. You can't fucking it? miss it when you go. You can't oh miss it when you God. go through. BAE systems. Um, British. Yeah. Still uh, owned Britishly. Still owned by the... Uh, yeah, something like 85% owned by Britain. Um, they, they were trying to fucking thingy it, weren't they? Trying to mix it with another... Yeah. European company. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, they, weren't, wasn't it a French company, a French and German company? They were going to make the biggest military contractors in the yeah, world. Yeah, and then we threw it out. I'm sure they fucking should as well. You know me. We should be building our own defence. I know we're all living and trying to live in this global community, but when fucking push comes to shove, it's every man for himself, isn't it? Yeah. It really fucking is. I know we're in the United States of corporate Europe, but fucking hell, <laughs> corporate Europe. Um, we're sharing our aircraft carriers with the French. You know. Well, I said we should. Yeah. When they get built, we're sharing them with the fucking French. Yeah, I know. I mean, they, they swap captains. I think there was a captain, a French captain, in charge of one of a one of our fucking uh, Royal Navy battle cruisers at one fucking point. I mean, I'm all for exchanging and all that, but fucking the cheese eating surrender monkeys, the fucking French. That doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. The ones like who fucking run away in World War fucking two, fucking fucking hell. Allegedly. Here's some Germans. No, they fucking did, didn't they? Here's the Germans that's thrown down. That's right, get the fucking Germans to our fucking doorstep. Yeah. And we've got a fucking surrender. Fucking, I can't find a better picture than that one that we had. It's fucking looked mad, though, doesn't it? Yeah, the way it it's does. just uh, It is Titanic, it um, is. But it's fucking huge. I wonder why they chose Barrow. Was it just uh, was it just good access? Was it to to the sea or something? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I know that there's six main hangars. Six main hangars, and so at any point, there's six submarines can be built at any point. I think I think they recently had loads of cuts, and there's only like two or three of the hangars in, in service at the moment. Yeah. But um, you know, it, to, to think about it as well, when you see the size of them fucking subs, you know. Those fucking buildings have got to be massive, haven't they? I can remember my mum telling me um, fucking a while ago that, oh, this is in the 90s, when she was in Wales, right, there was a woman swimming out at sea. She wasn't, she was maybe 800 yards off the shoreline. She was like a really fucking uh, good swimmer and a fucking submarine surfaced underneath her. <laughs> and she had a heart attack. She thought it was a whale. Yeah. She thought it was a whale and she had a fucking heart attack. She said all she could hear was the beach was a whale, a whale. It wasn't, it was a fucking submarine. <laughs> when you've heard those fucking things come up and they come up fucking aggressively, don't they? They are terrifying. Not that is, it, is it a necessity to have a nuclear submarine? To have submarines? It, is it something we should be investing in? For our fucking protection? <laughs> Oh, I think one of the main things is that if you didn't have fucking submarines, you've got no defence against submarines. You, you do, but you don't have much. You know, it... Now, you see, your main thing is that submarine warfare-wise, the last time anything majorly happened was fucking World War Two. Yeah. A lot of it's fucking more or less, look at how powerful we are. Here's the, my submarines. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the only major submarines disasters now are all Russian, aren't they? Fucking yeah, you know. Going up and living at the bottom of the sea. Look at the Maersk in 2000. Um... But like, I think, I think they're a deterrent to other submarines, aren't they? I'm sure I heard uh, a conspiracy that the Maersk was actually shot. You know, 
It's actually targeted by another Russian vessel. I'm sure it fucking was. There was some fucking conspiracy fucking going around that. <laughs> it was sank for a fucking reason. But they're Russian submarines, fucking dwarf our submarines, you know. Oh, yeah, the fucking know. cities underwater. Um, the... <laughs> no, that, I think one of the main things with the sh- with your Russian ones as well, though, is that there's much more secrecy surrounding it, if you know what I mean. A lot of the British ones and the American ones, even though a lot of the stuff in it they don't want you to know, but... You know the general idea, yeah. You know size yeah. of it. There's a lot of fucking documentaries you on. Know, that's why. You know. uh, there's a lot of secrecy be- behind. You know the propeller blade at the back. Is that, is that what it's called? The propeller thing at yeah. the back, the thing that spins round. They they designed to to uh, produce the l- as, as less of a sound as possible and bubbles as well. Do you know yeah. when they're ripping through the water? It's not creating much water mm-hmm. distortion in it as well. So that is like top fucking secret. Yeah. But they're showing the fucking video footage of this fucking thing slowing down. I'm sure there's software out there to fucking freeze the video so it's frame perfect and to take dimensions off it. Mm. <laughs> um, but like your main thing with that as well, isn't it? Like you got your submarines. Then How really much is Trident costing? The one that we knew Trident. Oh, it's a fucking lot. Yeah, it okay. is a lot. Uh, are we talking double figure billions? Yeah. Are we? Definitely. So, is that a necessity that we need? We need to be able to have launch capability well, at any point from anywhere in the world. We can just, so, if, uh, our, our launching... Uh, where are the nuclear missiles in the UK? Because obviously now there will be nuclear missiles underground in the UK. Well, the, tri- the, Trident, the Trident system yeah. is all submarine based. Right. No silos, all submarines. So if we got any submarines on land, uh, we got any nukes on land? Probably. Yeah, we have. I'm I don't sure, know. I'm sure, I don't we're, know. I'm sure yeah. we've got a fucking shitload but of nukes. Sh- the, 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 I think the last count there was 35,000 yeah. nukes the, on the planet. The, the Trident submarine system is primarily, is obviously anti-nuclear. Well, it's not even anti-nuclear. It's just basically if someone's going to bomb us, we'll bomb them. Yeah, that's all it is. It's 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 not. If it's somebody takes out the UK launch at the UK, we can surface any yeah. nuclear submarine can surface no, anywhere I, I, in the I, world. And I, I, I think if someone's gonna fire a nuclear missile, fucking Britain. The last thing on our mind is firing back. Cause we're gonna be dead, you know. Yeah, but they get, they have the opportunity, don't they? At any yeah. time, just to raise and fucking yeah. fire back. I mean, having nuclear weapons is a deterrent for anybody to use. Whoever uses, it, see the. I don't believe that a country is going to fire on us. I don't believe Iran are going to ever fire a nuclear weapon at yeah. the UK. Because if they do, all that's going to happen is Iran's going to get wiped out. Yeah. I think the biggest threat of nuclear weapons are these rogue ones, the Broken Arrows, which is an old is a film. The Broken Arrow is an official term for nuclear weapons that have gone missing. And there's yeah. a lot of fucking... When the Soviet Union fell apart, there was a lot of disgruntled generals who fucking had access to nuclear missiles. This is just what's on the conspiracy uh, uh, conspiracy website. There was a lot of uh, fucking high-ranking uh, officials in Russia who had access to nuclear weapons who sold them on the black market. Yeah. Apparently, uh, this is in the 90s, you could pick up a nuclear weapon for a million pounds. Mm-hmm. And this was in the fucking 90s. I think the biggest threat is going to be from a terrorist organisation who detonates a nuclear bomb or several nuclear bombs around the world. Yeah, right? who's got no home? Who's got no home? Who's your target then? Who do you fuck up? What do you do then? How do, do you if do you identify a target then by somebody's nationality? You say, oh well, he's for he's fucking German, so we're just going to have to wipe out Germany. Does, does Germany? Did, did, well, I, I don't know about Germany. Then becomes I, the enemy. I, I don't know. I don't know about. Germany or anything, but quite clearly, fucking one of the main enemies is going to be fucking America, isn't it? For most of these, anybody who's got that type of mentality. I was just shooting it for an example. Yeah. Do you just identify a, a fucking an enemy now by the nationality of somebody? And yeah, it, so, definitely. so you, the, you, you, def- you definitely doing your your Middle Eastern countries certainly. Um, you know, well, let's 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 face facts. Fucking anybody who says anything bad about fucking Mohammed 
or whatever. Fucking the next thing you know, whoever that, whatever nationality that person is, yeah. whether the fucking English, Danish, the, uh, the, American, yeah, the, the, the flags yeah, are burning. That's right, and the embassy in that that yeah. uh, that particular uh, Asian country is under fucking siege. Then, yeah, you know, which. See, we go, we go, oh, well, they probably don't represent most of the country. Whereas over there, fucking, you know, they fucking know. You know, the Americans want to kill them. Bad example, Americans. But, you know, fucking the Danish disrespect us. Do you remember that one with yeah. the fucking Mohammed cartoon? Yeah, yeah. That was fucking pathetic, that. Did, Did you ever see cartoon? the picture? Did you ever see the picture of it? Oh, I didn't, but no, it, I didn't. it was pathetic. It was a picture of Mohammed, right, and his turban was a bomb. <laughs> That's what it was. And he's, I think it was something like the Islam fake. It was, it's just a ticking time bomb. It was a yeah. picture of Mohammed. Fucking. It's offensive though. South Park. South Park then uh, had Mohammed in one of the episodes. It was blurred out all the way through though. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it wasn't. There was just. I don't even think they referred to him. I think they just suggested it as Mohammed, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But they. Fucking. I'm surprised they didn't get fucking beheaded. They were in a lot of fucking shit, you know, with the. With the. Uh, the 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 fucking what's it Islam world do you mm. know what I mean for for doing that but like I'm glad I'm a man of science and I'm not a man of God yeah. I mean keep your God yeah you 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 can keep your God you really can uh, I'm scared of of God yeah in case it's real do you know what I mean and they probably lean towards more than that the, there is a god and I'm grasping onto science like a slippery fucking car I mean the science out there has proved that God doesn't exist. Oh no, it's not, has it? The science has proved our origins, yeah. right? And it, it discredits what the Bible says without yeah. Adam and Eve and all that. Uh, apparently, there is science out there to to back up that the Bible is actually true, but they'll never release it when they say, "Oh, can you show me the evidence?" They say, "No, it's a fucking secret." Well, I think one of the main things behind it for me is if it did exist, they'd just fucking publish it, wouldn't they? Fucking church would have the world in a fucking bag then. There you go, bam, bam. But I don't fucking know. That that's another fucking, that's another kettle of fish. That isn't that, it. That's another podcast that, religion. That, that, isn't that, it? That, that, that's a tree you don't want to go backing up after no. fucking. <laughs> you know, you, you got to fucking prepare for that one, haven't you? Oh, the police um, are circling us. The police are circling our well. podcast, I, and they're now circling the building. Yeah. Um, I remember um, years ago. Um, Do you want to get on shot? What? Do you want to get in shot? Yeah, might be a good idea. Fucking, I'm not even in the fucking camera. But, um, I remember watching, I can't even remember what the fucking program was. Do you remember that science program that was presented by fucking Morgan Freeman? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Do you ever watch the episode about the people trying to find God through science? Um, I remember the episode. I do. I um, can't remember watching it, but I can remember the episode. Some of the fucking things that they did using science through that, you know, to make a case for God, some of them really fucking, you know... Doolally. Some of them would do lally, yeah, but some of them really fucking, you know... Made you think that it's real? Not necessarily made you think that's real. Spit it out there. Come on, we've already got fucking seven really, minutes. They really... What do you mean? We've got seven minutes. Well, all I'll use is time is up in seven minutes. Oh, right. It's not a fucking morning. Fantastic. Um, but at the time, the... There were really good fucking theories, you know, for to prove that either God was real or... You know the soul's real, or oh, this was real. It was it was really fucking good. You know some of the things people came up with, like about how they managed, how he tried. One of them was you know very religious, and he tried. To, he was trying to prove that God created the universe, and you know that he he was trying to say that. It sounds stupid, doesn't it? it I know. Sounds stupid. I know, but some of the stuff it was fascinating. It didn't convince me at all, but it was fascinating. Mm. It's fascinating that 
people had come up with such different ways to try and say that God might exist or the soul might exist or out of death experience, mm. you know, out of body experience. There's a lot shit. of fucking evidence to suggest all that people who do do, do have out of body experiences, whether it's just uh, them dreaming. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? When people when people are unconscious or they they say they're clinically dead, how how is it? How can well, they not be construed? I've, I've, I've had that nice fucking route, haven't I? Fucking what's that? Fucking out of body experience type fucking shit. Oh, when I had fucking me accident, it was fucking. Surgeon said I was fucking. I'd have been clinically dead when it fucking happened. Really? Yeah. Did you see a white light? Mm-hmm. Did you? Mm-hmm. What did you see? That's another fucking podcast. That oh, I'm tell me now. No way. But at the time, it made me think about a lot of fucking shit. You know. Yeah. And one of the main things I do not like, and I still get that angry about it now, is that I cannot fucking remember what happened when I was out completely. But I remember the surgeon said to me. Surgeon. The, the, the surgical consult that I went to see right. after fucking all the shit. Yeah. He said to me, arguably, he said, officially speaking, at that point in time, you will have been fucking clinically dead. Holy shit. Um, well, not to the point of needing full resuscitation, mm. but to the point that they were about to start CPR on me. Did you have a heartbeat? When they got me out, no, Didn't apparently. Holy but, shit. But obviously... Well, yeah, your body shut down, and that was that yeah. was your body protecting itself, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and then obviously I started having a fit, and yeah. seizures, and all sorts of fucking shit. But that was fucking like mind blowing, world changing shit in my own head at the Did, time. You're but not I gonna start n- crying on me, are you? Because you're gonna no. really affect our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but I could never remember what happened. If you know what I mean. All I knew was that when I came round, I was that fucking angry. I tried to not fuck out my supervisor. <laughs> I don't remember doing that, but I did do it. Vin Murty at the time. You didn't. I Vin? did. I swung for him and everything. I don't. I don't. I don't remember this, but I swung for him and everything. What did Vin do? Fucking, he just. I couldn't even stand up properly. I just tried to swing from then, just collapsed on the floor. I was did fucked. you? Um, was Vin trying to kiss you? <laughs> no. I'll give him the kiss of life. They had me. They had me fucking. Uh, they, they had me fucking overall Superman style, though. Fucking open, ready to fucking resuscitate me. Yeah, cock and balls out and yeah, everything. Yeah, fucking cock and balls in hand, fucking everything. <laughs> Fucking! <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking! Did you make contact with Vin's face? When no. Like swinging. But no, I was just. When did you get told about this that you were swinging for Vin? Uh, a week later when I went and did my statement. Did you? Chris Alcock had all the statements in front of him, and apparently when I came round, or apparently when I started fitting, my eyes were in the back of my head, oh, and then I was up. I, I was up for about three seconds. Tried to swing for everybody, not just Vinny. Everybody, everybody was the enemy, and then I couldn't go any further. And I fell on the floor. Then I, yeah. co- I was like shaking. I couldn't stand up. Lack of oxygen off. to the brain. You know. So what the, Chris Alcock said, I believe he tried to assault people or something like that. Uh, no, he was going through the statements with me. You know, saying what people had said, type of thing. Because at certain points in it, he said, well, "What happened then?" I said, well, "I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't remember." <laughs> you know, I just remember fucking being on the tank and waking you know, up in hospital. It, it took me, it took me fucking. Nearly two bastard weeks to remember some parts of it. Did you know? you? I couldn't remember fuck all. Um, so took, it took me three weeks to fucking recognise Paul Doc's face. Really? Yeah, I couldn't remember what he looked like. Oh fucking my anything. God. You know, I couldn't remember fucking certain aspects of it. Just went out my fucking head. Mm. Do you know something? For fucking, I think it was about twenty four days. I'd completely forgot I'd bought a house. <laughs> I got accepted for the mortgage on the day that it happened. Yeah. About an hour before. Yeah. Me fella phoned me up and said, "You've been accepted on the house. Pick yeah. the keys up." I only fucking remembered when fucking Michael C. Adams phoned me up and said, the fucking keys are here, you're picking them up. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even remember buying the house. Oh my God. 
Fucking hell, your brain was just in shutdown mode, wasn't it? It deleted the last fucking, the last 24 hours of any memories. Didn't have a clue what fucking happened. And then your short-term memory was severely affected. (laughs) You bought an house, you want to come pick the key? I've done what? I bought a house? I could have done done anything in them fucking 24 hours. I don't have a fucking clue. I could have buried gold or anything. So what did Chris say when you said, uh, what what was your reaction when Chris said to you, you've been swinging? Well, I I remember he, he hinted at it. And then it was uh, somebody else in work who said to me, like, he said, fucking, he said, you, you was fucking scary when you came round. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you was like a fucking man possessed. So you came round, you tried to stand up, you tried to throw punches at us, you was fucking spitting at the mouth and everything. Um, he said, and then you fucking fell on the floor because you couldn't stand up. And then they had to drag me over to the fucking side of the river and everything. Yeah. And they stripped me down, fucking bollocko, to change my clothes. Middle of summer, so I was wearing nothing. Not even any underwear? Nothing. So it's alright for you, you all get your cocks out when you go to showers. You're too scared to do that. Yeah, mate, I don't want to go to work and see me and my workmate's <laughs> cocks. I'd say, you know, if I had to get the showers with you folks, I'd be fucking, I'd be yeah. wearing a swimming costume. But, <laughs> what did Vinny say to you, like, uh, the first time you saw him after the event? Didn't mention anything about it at did all. Not? Nothing. Did you really say, how are you? Uh, he said stuff like that, yeah, but yeah. He, he, uh, he refused point blank to let me go anywhere near the blood plant, though. What do you Funnily mean? enough, he'd re- refused to point blank to let me go anywhere near where the accident had happened. Why? Because he just believed that it was too dangerous there, you know, because of gases and shit. Yeah. Well, um, that was good of him, that. He was looking yeah, out for you. I know. No one else did. Fucking sent me straight back in there. Bastards. <coughs> we're nearly out of view in time now. Yeah, we're coming to the... We're quickly up, uh, approaching the end of the podcast. It's been a good podcast, hasn't it? We have yeah. covered qu- quite a lot. Good, because I'm going to fucking piss me pants here. I know, I'm, I'm dying for the... Um, Bugsy's me first, it's my house. I'm dying for the piss as well. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. That has been the Hit Me Man I'm Fresh podcast from DeathSquadUK.com. It's not been the Hit Me Man I'm Fresh podcast, it's been the Go Forth and Amplify podcast from DeathSquadUK.com. Please join us again next month when we'll be diving into more mind-boggling conspiracy religious shit. Thanks for joining us and good night.